What's up, Phil Freaks? It's your boy, Colin McGillery, coming to you live with another glistening episode of Yep, That's Movie on I am joined, as always, by a hopeless romantic, Chris Rancier. Oh, grow up! <laughs> Once again, we are joined by my little mommy wommy, Will McLarnan. <laughs> I don't think that was loud enough, Will. I like that, Colin. <laughs> I'm starting to think all you do is fuck around. <laughs> oh, grow up! Start the damn show. Well, as you can see by the title, we are back. It's the most romantic month of the year. It's the second month. It's February. Black History, Black History Month also. You're right, Chris. We will not forget about that. But nonetheless, guys, as you can see by the title, I'm repeating myself, but it is Sexy Games 2. We are back with the sexiest episode of the year by far uh, we know the other ones are all hella sexy and i said before a couple episodes ago i said we're never gonna mention riley reed again but i think it's fitting she is back today she is back and oh who's that in the studio it's riley does size matter I, yeah it does thank you riley for that that was that was just beautiful. I wonder if he has like a Patreon that we could like give twenty five dollars to and get a quote. Get a personalized get... Riley Reed message. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Please say you know those like, guys. You, you, you know those like cameo apps where you yeah. can like pay people for like to say a message to your friend. Yeah. If you guys get me one from Riley Reed, yeah. didn't Jaw Rule start that? I think so. I think it's that an was interesting like an offshoot Jaw Rule after that. After the fire festival, oh, I have not seen it, but uh, check it out, guys. People have talked about that far too much on Twitter. They have. Nonetheless, we're not going to talk about any movies that are real today. We're going to be making up movies. And I, Chris (laughs) just got shirtless. Chris took off his full shirt right there. Because it is a sexy game. Chris needs to be glistening in all his chest hair and whatever else is on that beautiful body of his. So, Will, how about you tell him? What's going on today, buddy? It is Return of the King today yes. at the Yuptama Creativity Lab. I am back. I'm feeling confident going into a Super Games. I very seldom get to go in as the king. It's only happened so once only happened before. Second time. Yeah. I want a fucking Halloween episode. I want a Christmas episode. And I'm about to win a Valentine's Day episode. Wow, I'm very good at the themes. You're king of the themes, buddy. I think it might be worth pointing out that Chris won last year's Sexy Games. Well, because he has all the good ideas in his twisted, naughty little brain. Yes, he's a dirty little vixen. And you should see him. He's salivating at the thought of creating pitches for you guys. But I will say, still, I am... The all-time winner. This is Super Games 9. Most winningest. I'm the most winningest. I I have won the most Super Games with four. Will has two. I'm just a fan favorite. Chris also. Yeah, sure, you're the fan favorite, but you also have two. But Chris, since you're all hot and bothered... I can tell. How about you start us off with our favorite game here on Super Games? Let's get into it, brother. What is it called? It's called Pitch It! For those who don't know... Because I like to say that every episode. You do. I bet they do. Yeah, I bet they do. At this point. (laughs) Hi, fans. Hi, six fans that we have. (laughs) Oh, we got more than that. Come on. Uh, So pitch it. One person will be the judge and ask the other two boys to pitch them back. And I uh, pitch that involves movies. I was trying to keep it streamlined and I... You see... Fucking idiot. You do pitch it. Every time. time. Every yes. Super you Games, you down. do pitch it. I do. And I keep on thinking of simple ways to do it. And I say a word wrong. And I'm like, I have to explain what I mean by that one word. Okay. Anyways, you know what? Let's, so, yeah, let's there, do it again. Try a, again, brother. So for those who don't know what pitch it is, <laughs> one of us will be the judge and ask the other two boys to pitch him back a movie pitch that is from the theme. <laughs> that they, okay, one more time. That's not oh, it. Oh, my okay. goodness. For those who don't know. I like how you get the intro down. Pitch it. 
involves one of us being the judge and asking the other two to pitch him back a specific idea. The other two boys will come up with something off the top of their head and the judge will say who's better and they'll get a point. That was... Valiant. That's how we play the game. <laughs> I don't know if Colin's going to keep that in. That was no, the fourth I, take. I'm keeping all four of those in. I want to show the progression of how long it the takes The best is because like, they probably do know, but they get to struggle to listen to you trying to explain it, which is great. Yeah. I bet they're more confused. They're like, I get pitch it now. And then the next episode, they're like, wait, what, what? do they do? <laughs> I think, why did they change it? I think people don't understand why I get yelled at so much. Is because we our recording sessions are three times as That's long true. as the I edit out episode, a lot of nonsense. And it's just me Chris. going like, what the death? Normally but, we can breeze through this. Nonetheless, Chris... As is tradition on the podcast, you are up, and let's get sexy! Chris, what are the pitches today? Come on, buddy. So, I don't want you guys to pitch me a whole movie. I just want you to pitch me a scene today. Ooh. So, I want you to make use of an area. I'll tell you the area. Okay. And you have to pitch me the most romantic scene of, at, a, of at a, that area? a meat cute in that area. A meat cute? That's what I've heard it called, and you're like... Oh, like I dropped my books, and then someone's like, "You're reading." I dropped my meat. <laughs> you want me to like write you thinking. some fan M-E-E-T. fiction? M E E T, meat cute. Oh, meat cute. Yeah, not. You got meat on your mind, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I always got meat on my mind. Anyways, it's fucking February. Of course, I got meat on my mind. Hey. You're just looking for date ideas, Chris. You're just gonna be like my Pitch. mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best thing someone someone could do at the rancher <laughs> house <laughs> for their girlfriend? All right, okay. Chris. Pitch so, me okay. the cutest scene in a car dealership. You so you got to someone's got to meet someone in the car dealership and you just got to tell me what happens to get their rocks off. Wait, the, so they... Is this okay? Just before I go into so this... What's, so what's... the end, Is it like the first time they're meeting? Yes. Okay. Is the criteria... Then. Does it have to be a good scene or does it have to end with them falling hopelessly in love? Or can it go wrong? Oh, maybe. What's your, like, criteria? What are you judging I just on? want it to be good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well, you're the king, so how you start us off, buddy? All right. Let me set the scene for you, Chris. A, we're we're in a we're in a fancy luxury car dealership. Ooh. There are people helping others in suits. Everything is obviously not the car dealers are in suits because if your car dealer's selling you shit in a suit, you'd be like, this guy's kind of fucking me over here. But they're in there. They're in luxurious clothing. They're helping out like people robes? of wealth. <laughs> yeah, everyone's it's in. A no, but it's like a, it's a nice fucking dealership. And then a humble bus driver walks in to this oh. to this like. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> My bus is fucked out there! I need a ride! I need to put words in my mouth. I need to borrow one of these fancy guys! I need to borrow one of these vehicles! Got an engine big enough for my bus? I doubt it! Oh, sorry. The single 20-year-old clerk looks up. No, this guy is not loud. He's not obnoxious. He's a very quiet, reserved bus driver. He's never... Like He's never Colin really Hanks been able to kind of actor. <clears throat> no, oh. like <laughs> no, a... you fucking idiot. <laughs> More like meatloaf. Oh, what the to, hell? If I had to describe his look and his personality, so he's just like a big no, dude. I'm joking. Oh. Uh, he's... <laughs> No, like a Tom Hanks. But he's got the voice of me. Oh, not, not like a Colin Hanks, like a Tom Hanks. Yeah, like a Tom Hanks. Yeah, like want he's the daddy, buddy. The daddy. So he's like 50. Yeah, he's an older gentleman. Ooh, but he spent his whole life, older. he has no, he spent his whole life being lower middle class, driving kids around. He's like, he's, oh, he's a very school bus driver. No, he's a school bus driver. Quiet down back there! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> no, he's a nice, he's like, oh, tell me about your day, kids. Uh, oh. No, but he's not, oh, wow. not in a creepy way. No, You're looking very <laughs> handsome today, Jimmy. You're very strong the way you carry those books. I love the way your snow pants no. swish as you walk by me. <laughs> it's not creepy. <laughs> he's, uh, he's just a really, picture your father, Chris, but a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> 
Riddler as a bus driver? No. <laughs> Sorry, Will. We're bastardizing this. We even have given you a chance. I'll shut oh, up. I'll shut the up. Screenplay is oh, we'll do the same to Colin. No, no, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll butcher the other one. No, no, no. Picture a bus driver. <laughs> Let me set the scene. No, but he's a nice man, and he's just like you, Chris, because little known, little known fact, Chris won the lottery the other day. This man <laughs> recently won the lottery. So he spent his whole life... So did he win more than Chris? Yeah, he won more. Chris won $20. Sorry for the exposing. I, Sorry, well, I won a free lottery ticket, sure. and then with that, won $20. That's I'm a double wins. winner. I won the lottery twice. Chris. I won the lottery twice. What were you playing? Like, Lotta Max? Or? Uh, yeah, I left the ticket. All right, well, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. find the numbers. Anyway, <laughs> he wins a significant amount of money, and he's like, well, I better go spend it. But he's a humble... He doesn't really know what to do. So he walks in to this car dealership, and there's this fox sitting there, and he's like, he, he walks in, and he's like, oh, dream weaver, I believe, and he's like, oh, yeah. oh my god, she'll never talk to a bus driver like me, but then she, he walks over, and he's like, oh, well, I need sorry, a car. Sorry, 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 yeah. did he pull up into the car dealership in the bus, yeah, and then yeah. open up I'm, the door and get yeah, out? Yeah, he gets out, <laughs> it's just him, he's like, she's like, I'd like to trade in my vehicle, please, <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, let me see, let me see if I can help you, so they, t- they go out to the parking lot, and she starts laughing and he's like oh i'm sorry i don't know what to do i'm just a bus driver oh but then she's like no let me help you and he's like he grins she's they got the twinkle in the eye or whatever it's it's beautiful she goes in she helps him with a car but then he uh he takes the wrong set of keys when he goes and test drives so he's like it won't start and she's like here let me help you with that and then she grabs his hand and like turns the ignition for him and he's like oh and she (laughs) she's teaching him how to drive manual (laughs) she's like no don't ride the clutch (laughs) you're grinding it (laughs) gentle gentle (laughs) and he's not getting it no, but it's very cute. He finally uh, he finally gets it. He shifts into third gear, and he's like, I am getting the hang of it. And he's like, but the, and then he, he ends up buying the car, and they hit it off, and then he's like, let me drive you home. <gasps> and then he does, and it's it's very cute. And that's the scene, and the, the movie, that will be going to the third act of the film, because I think, just, just to give you some more context about this character, it's going to be a character study about this bus driver <laughs> working his way up, but then he finally gets what he wants, the realizes it's not greed. enough. And then he starts being a bitch to this girl at the end of the movie, and then he kills himself eventually. Whoa! I know, but Dark that's turn. that. But to, that doesn't matter. Think about the scene, Chris. You I asked like me to set scene. a scene for you. You set and the I scene. Think, I think I set a scene. Colin, what's the movie called? Colin. Um. Well, short bus. When he, short bus. No, what it is? Short, short bus what? is really funny, actually. <laughs> what the hell? That's in poor taste, Chris. No, it's called um because he can't ride his bus around all the time, but when he finally trades it in, so it's. He bikes around a lot, so it's it's love at first bike. No, okay, I don't know. It's, it's, that's fine. I don't know. How about our um, short, short bus? Four, four, <laughs> yeah, how about gear? I think I'll go short bus. Sure. Or, um, Taking this relationship to fourth gear. The gear stick's a metaphor for the relationship. Yeah, I decided that for it's very, you. <laughs> very shaky. Oh, but then I no, mean, but it's like, built on it sturdy grounds because it's a quality car. Yeah. Well, Chris, I know you're a, as I alluded to before in the intro. I know you're a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I know you just love romance. You're always thinking in your mind, what's what's the next best romance thing I can do? And <laughs> hey, buddy, let me tell you, this actually won't ever apply to you. Oh. But let, actually, let's say it might. Who oh. knows? Okay. So in this one, it's just a regular car dealership. You know, everyday normal people. You know, people need to drive in a big city like where we live, especially in weather like this. 
It's cold. It's cold out there, and that's why we're cuddled up in the Uptama Creativity Lab today. Nonetheless, it's a normal, it's a nice day out. And this car dealership, well, how about, how about it's a Volvo dealership? Doesn't matter what car it nice is, cars. but sure, it's well, it's it's decent cars. It's like it's upper a, middle class, yeah, sure, they're upper middle class people, right? The best kind of and people. And Volvo, they're oh. trying something. They're trying a new marketing scheme. Okay, they want their new mascot to be a cute little puppy. So they're holding auditions for the puppies. Oh. So people of all walks of life are coming in with their dogs. Furries are coming in to play. They're not. They're <laughs> real dogs, you idiot. Yiff yiff. Yeah. They're <laughs> They're all like dressed up in their furry dog. suits. <laughs> oh. Anyways, everyone's coming in with their dogs. It's all good, right? And hey, dogs are cute. That Dogs are romantic. Nothing's better than a nice sloppy kiss for my dog at the end of the day. How else am I going to get my rocks off? I think it's hot when you talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're going in. And here's, there's a man. There's a man there, and he's got a nice little chihuahua puppy. All right, and this the dogs are a metaphor for the characters. Okay, Chris. So the guy's a little yitterish. No, well he's he's a kind of a small dude, but he's got a lot. Like what kind of actor type? Like we had a Tom Hanks uh, oh, type. Oh, sure, uh, like almost like a Joe Pesci. Uh, no, hey, no, dog, stop it! <laughs> no, not Joe Pesci. He spit on my sneakers. But like a small, small guy, big personality. So like James McAvoy. Sure, James McAvoy. Sure, man. I don't know how tall he is, but let's go he's with James. Short. Okay, James McAvoy. Okay. Well, big personality. He's there with his doggy. He's got his little chihuahua. His name is Bruce. Sure. The chihuahua or yeah. he? The dog's name is Bruce. That's a good chihuahua name. Yeah, yeah. And Point. his name is uh, Johnson. <laughs> Fuck. It doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> Anyways, and then there's a there's a nice little lady, okay? She's also there with her dog. Uh, her dog is a big, big golden retriever named Max, Okay. Max is there, and because I don't want the dogs. Two boy dogs. Max, Max can be. Yeah, a it's man. a girl golden retriever named Max. Right. I shouldn't have assumed. And she's anyway. she's jovial. She's happy. The dogs, and that's the same as a uh, Sally, the lady. And they're they're going. But here's where things get a little crazy. When they're waiting in line, the little Chihuahua Bruce, he's yipping and barking at Max, and they escape. They run away, and then they jump into a car. They jump into a Volvo, and their Max is on the horn. He's honking, and Bruce is yipping, and people <laughs> are like, people are like, look at those dogs. They're going crazy. And the manager of the Volvo place, he's like, get those dogs out of my car. And they're like, sorry, sir, sorry, sir. And he's like, you'll never work in this business again. Sell cars. <laughs> <laughs> he's pissed but Holy the dogs fuck. but then someone's filming and he's like we got the shot and it's the perfect commercial because these dogs are playing in the cars and the the couple comes up and it's very genuine and they're like oh sorry <laughs> that's bruce over there he's a little <laughs> right he's like that and then he's like oh don't worry max my so little my, my little maxi waxy he's a little ooh, ooh you know yeah. so it's i don't just, like this lady <laughs> she's fine you just she give her a and it's very 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 genuine and the camera's like no boss you gotta look at this and it's the perfect dad and they meet and they're like well how about we go to the <laughs> dog park sometime whoa he's kind of like a stepdad <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take you swimming on sundays want <laughs> <laughs> to give her a scuba diving lesson <laughs> but there that's where they meet their day it's, it's a beautiful story and that's my scene but i go to let's play <laughs> no it's dad. Volvo. um colin just pitched you a volvo commercial he yeah you a scene that's uh, what you wanted. You wanted a car dealership scene. It's true. I did get what I, I asked for. Yeah, I give you a very realistic... I will say, typically, car, uh, car dealerships don't use dogs in commercials, so if you're looking for realism, that's just one point I'd like uh, to bring up. Actually, false. What? False. Have you seen the Subaru commercial where the dog gets lost on the canoe, and no. they chase it in the Subaru? I did see that, actually. Yeah, and then the fisherman eats the dog. No. I wouldn't say that was... Yeah. Right. I haven't seen that. 
I'm just saying most of the best car commercials I've seen revolve around humans. Bus drivers. Oh, okay. Bus drivers. <laughs> I, my fucking no, bus is I broken! Will, I will concede the point that that would be a terrible advertisement. <laughs> but an adorable not, scene. No, I'm just saying it's a realistic world. They are, they're, they need some money. You both That's did very true. well for what I asked. That was a tight constraint. constraint I think enough. mine is like far superior. Maybe it's just because of how much we laughed with Will's that I think it's a lot closer than it was, but we had some good laughs. I think that's a very I arrogant think, attitude to have. I think Will's kind of like a 7 out of 10 pitch, and mine's probably a 9 out of 10. I'm going to be honest. Well, I feel like you're well. speaking from a very clear bias, Colin. Sure, but hey, you're I, wrong. Think, I think the you're fans... You're objectively wrong. I think a lot of people will just... They'll really relate to this, because oh, dogs are people, too, in a dogs way. Dogs been done to death. Dogs are oh, already... Oh, look, our dogs up. get along. Okay. You know what's never oh, been done is a goddamn oh, bus driver I'm falling in love. I'm an old man. I won the lottery. Teach me man. That woman never... Grow up, Will! <laughs> that woman never had to teach that Grow man up. anything. She's making sweet commish selling fucking Lamborghinis. She took the time. This is before... Chris, mine is clearly... The characters are far better than just generic... Oh, good guy dog and also, bad guy dog. They're not bad, not buddy. Not bad, but this is girl dog falls in love with other boy dog, and then they kiss, and then their owners fall in love as well, and they have a beautiful commercial. It's done yeah. to death. Chris Name one fucking. Scene Chris, you that wanted a fucking. A... You wanted a meat meat pack or whatever it is. What is it? Meat cute. Uh, you wanted a meat cute. A meat cute. And I did two meat cutes there, dogs and humans. I think I still gotta give it to Will. Though. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I enjoyed Will's. Mine's way cuter. Wow. You dogs? give me a dog commercial, which, if I asked for that, it would be... Mine just has 100%. more to say. This guy's breaking barriers. You also gave the whole movie. I did. I didn't... I didn't you had that, that option, brother. I, it, honestly, if... I'm a little the, pissed off. Out of curiosity, how would your movie end? Well, I'm not giving away that golden idea. <laughs> so my wow, movie fuck. That's, that's one for real that I... Oh, really? ...completely disagree with. Oh. Usually I joke around a lot, but yeah. I thought I had that easy. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to re-listen to this, and I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I was fucking joking around with it. But genuinely, I thought I crushed William. I thought oh. he crushed his little baby little bones between my teeth. But uh, Good thing Chris is the judge. Uh, point Will, I guess. <laughs> point Will. All right, William, you are up next, my king. All right, boys. One trope, which I guess it's not a trope because it's just kind of a common expectation of rom-coms is that they have a happy ending. Yeah. And you know what? I'm kind of sick of that. It's Valentine's Day. I like to laugh. I like to love with my lover. But you know what the test of a true relationship with one's partner is, is if you can cry together. So I want you to pitch to me, a, not necessarily a sad Valentine's Day movie, but one that doesn't necessarily end all happy and with the credits and that this is going to be the best day of my life. I don't want that. I want harmonization sad, does. sad, sad at the end. It can be happy all the way through, but it cannot be a conventional ending. G give it to me. Give it to me raw. Give it to me raw, Chris. Yes, sir. All right. I think I'm a first. You are? Yeah. All right. Well, buddy. Picture this, buddy. What's sadder than two dogs dying? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. But we are going to explore the theme of, of loss. The theme of loss and the theme of struggle in my movie. We're going to take... It's going to be kind of a, a start. It's going to, we're going to really subvert audiences expectations here because of the trope that everything's going to end up happy. We're going to really set them up. So we're going to start off real cliche. It's New York City, the city that never sleeps, baby. We got two struggling actors nice. and they meet at a theater production and they, what year is it? Uh, it doesn't matter. 2009. Okay. After the right. stock market crash. <laughs> doesn't really like matter. Very little to eat. But hey, it's, I think it's, it's just gonna, what's that movie with Robert Pattinson where he's like, it's a sad, sad romance movie, and then it's finally happy. 
I don't know if you guys... Uh, no. Spoilers for this movie. I forget the name. But it's... So it's... And sorry about this tangent. But it's a sad, sad movie. And then finally, like, the couple's like, I guess we can work through our problems and everything's okay. And Robert Pattinson's on the phone with his wife. He's like, yeah, I love you so much. And she's like, thanks, honey. Love you too. And then the camera zooms out and he's standing in the World Trade Centers. I did. Like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> September 11th, 2001. Well, like, Holy shit. I totally remember that movie. That sounds like something we would pitch. <laughs> I know. That's what I thought you were going to... I'm like, Paul, I'm sorry. That's what you're talking about. No, no, no. It's not... It's nothing to do with the World Trade right? Yeah, it's like, zooms out. He's in the World Trade Centers. Such a That's insane. That's stupid. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Nonetheless. That's life, buddy. Anyways. (laughs) Two struggling actors. Doesn't matter what their names are. Shit, well, fuck. It's gonna be, uh... Johnson. (laughs) Just kidding. Johnson (laughs) and Johnson. No, it doesn't matter what their names are, are, okay? But they they blossom together. Uh, They both find success. Uh, Not like huge Hollywood success, but they're they're making a steady living in New York. They're doing not Broadway plays, a lot of off-Broadway stuff. But hey, they're both talented. They really love each other. They support each other. And you see a very genuine relationship start to grow together. And they eventually, she gets pregnant. They have a daughter. Mm -hmm. But uh, when the daughter's about six or seven, she gets leukemia. She's diagnosed with leukemia, right? And uh, we'll have a, a very... You think it's going to get better, right? That's what we're subverting. But um, the, there's a really cute, heartfelt scene where the dad and the mom both shave their head in solidarity. Mm-hmm. With so my the, sister's keeper. Uh, sure, I don't know, but if that's a trope, we'll use it anyways because it's effective. But unfortunately, things don't always work out, and the daughter dies. She yeah. dies about six months in. Uh, to her it's very fast acting it destroys her brittle little bones but she dies and then we kind of get to show some what loss does to a relationship and how how can people really work through this intense feeling of sadness and grief because there's so many relationships out there that fall apart after and there's neither of them fault neither of them did anything wrong and they now they start to resent each other now they're finding the little things they don't like about each other that they could kind of throw away earlier they're they're bickering they're bickering but they they stay together because they're like, no, like we don't want to fail our daughter, who's now dead. We want to stay together for her. Thing that's why we were things are good, right? So they kind of get back together. They have two more kids, and everything's fine with them. Nice, right? And um, but then they they grow old together. Things are getting better, and you're like, oh, it is gonna end happy. It's gonna be a little sad, oh. but unfortunately, the guy he gets dementia, right? And he starts just to forget everything, hmm. and he's forgetting his his son he's forgetting his his both his two sons he starts to forget them because that's like fucking sad dementia is like the saddest disease he forgets his his wife as well near the end and things are just shitty and you're like fuck this movie just sucked me dry let me tell you of all all feelings oh yeah sure but of all feelings i had but then hey we'll end with maybe a little bit of a hopeful it's still sad because nothing's good but he'll he'll be in the hospital room and he'll see his daughter his like dead daughter there and it's like is he alive still did he just die what happened is he think what's he thinking about well we'll, we'll end on that shot it's and good last shot well we'll end on that and then he he'll he'll like smile or something who knows if he's dead who knows if he's not like who knows that. i like that ending a lot yeah Colin. so so that's what we're gonna with. i don't know the title about that one but we could call it the city that never sleeps baby sleeps. a terrible name yeah. for that <laughs> people would be like this is gonna be fun well yeah that's my movie buddy that's my sad little movie sorry like for dampening the mood yeah well this question's fuck don't worry I'm I'll bring it back bring it I'll bring it back I'm mocking me no okay so <laughs> my sad romantic movie will also be it will revolve around disease yeah um no so he's he's trying to create ALS and he's like a workaholic he doesn't really have anyone close to him he has like a sister that he sees every once in a while but she's off doing fun stuff and he's he's very he's dedicated to his job yeah so one day he's going through his 
like there's some like a drug trial yeah and um goes in and he's trying to he's trying super hard to market this uh or not market just to see if this drug is working because he really believes in it and he meets a girl who's her name's lizzie Alice, my but, love has come along the score that's what swells. that's what happens when he sees the cure for als <laughs> yes exactly so he um so he's doing like this drug trial he's trying to do all the all the proper things he's talking to her a little bit they don't talk too much but you know he's like this is like it could be dangerous like we've done a lot of testing but you never know it's a drug blah, blah, does blah, she blah. have the disease yeah she has ALS oh I see yeah he's not just testing her. I thought I'm she was, healthy no, I thought she's she like, was like another go. doctor or nurse no sorry oh, okay. so yeah she's a patient and so she has like early stages of ALS and she's uh, you know she's like yeah blah 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 so anyways so then there's like a few months in uh, they go back for like a checkup or whatever with the drug trial and she's like, you know, I'm, I'm like, some things are feeling better, some things are feeling worse, and he kind of feels bad because he knows, you know, drugs for this aren't always a. They do two good things, one mm-hmm. bad, you know, it, like chemo, kills some of those bad cells, but it hurts you almost as much, if not more. So he's having a little bit of a tough time because he he like she they're nice like in uh in the first drug trial she was at she was really sweet and like kind of cracked jokes in the face of all this adversity and he the you know he. A workaholic, he doesn't really have that man, human connection outside his lab. So at the second one, she's talking about how, like, yeah, the drugs, like, it makes my, uh, like, my limbs feel a little bit better, but, like, I'm starting to, I had a lot of, like, sickness, and I wasn't feeling great. So he felt really bad, and he's like, well, you know, like, I'm not supposed to get involved with these patients, but, like, the least I can do is just, like, let me just take you out for a dinner. Like, she's having a rough t- time with it. Her, she's alone in Boston. They're in Boston. Um, hey. Not New York. Hey, she's having a uh, yeah tough time with it. She all her family's in St. Louis, so she. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. You're like, oh, they're all in St. Louis, as if we should have known yeah, before. Like, oh yes. So her no, family lives there. So he takes her out, um, and like they have a really good night, and she's still like, she's having a tough time with it, and she had to like excuse herself at one point to run to the bathroom because she's not feeling well still. But they have. She's still, like, in the face of all this adversity, she still has time to laugh, and that's a big thing for him. And he just, you can just tell how much he respects her, because in his field, he doesn't see, he sees a lot of tough stuff. So he keeps, so he's like, you know what, like, I just want to keep talking to this girl, and and keep getting to know her more. And so throughout the movie, you see them kind of, like, the relationship grows and grows, and uh, her progress does deteriorate, and it keeps going down, and he's he's torn, because he wants to, he thinks if he can work harder and if he can get this drug to work, he can save her. And he can, he wants to be her savior, but you know, it's, it's a hard thing to do. So he has to choose, like, do I spend more time at work and try to, like, professionally help or do I spend more time with her? And it's a big a thing inside of him. Dilemma, brother. Oh, it's, it's a big thing. That's effective writing. Yeah, it's a big well thing done, inside of him. Like, well he doesn't done. know the levels to go. And she just keeps on getting worse and worse and he keeps on trying more and more. And then eventually he does realize that, like, he has to spend like even though even if his research is getting closer and closer and can help the grand scheme of people he has to take because he can tell and he has to take the last bit of time uh just to like they go on some nice trips and they spend some nice time together beautiful and they go all sort of thing and it just kind of it ends with him just kind of like walking her back up uh like the wet ramp into their home and then they cross into the door and he gets down on his knee and proposes and then it just fades to black ah beautiful because you know that she's gonna Bellissimo, brother. Bellissimo. Yeah, you surprised me with that one, Chris. Very I, well I, done. I, I really Chris had that one in his back pocket. I really liked that one, and I, I was, 
I went in thinking I'd give the point to Colin, like, about halfway through, but you really tied that together at you the did. end there. Great moral dilemma. Great writing. Like, great pacing very to your good, script. Very good writing. I like Colin's ending more than yours, I'll be honest, but I have to give the point to Chris. <sighs> Because that was a very good effort, Chris, and I always like to Thank give you. a point when it is deserved, so shake my hand. I'll take it. Point, Chris. Well, there's those are two that should well have been done. mine. Whew. Two that, that. Well, uh, but. fuck you both. <laughs> I'm about to cry. I, that, I mean, that, I, took, that took all of me. Yeah, I now he's so sad. My only complaint is that they were both way too sad. But hey, it is, sex, it is sexy games after oh. all. And Chris, you went with a little romantic touch. You went with the sad part of romance. And yeah. I'm going full hot and heavy. Woo! Steamy, we're back. We're nice. bringing the mood back up. I want you guys <laughs> to pitch to me the most unconventional sex scene that I will go, yeah, to. <laughs> all right. I want to see it unconventional. It can be whatever you want. Just an unconventional sex scene that I watch and be like, oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, Because who cares? You don't want to see the classic sex scenes with like and then they all take it yes i don't care about that i want to see something new something different it could be a a girl and a horse it could be fuck horse it could it could be whatever you want fuck horse i know you don't pitch fuck horse that's for movie fucks later guys war horse and riley reed it's fuck horse anyways guys the most world war one just no man's land like the german soldiers like wait wait hold your fire that's that's riley reed she's She's fucking up horse! <laughs> that unites. That's that unites. It's, it's Christmas it's Day, Christmas 1914, Day. and then they play soccer around. I around love it. Week. It's beautiful. I'm pitching that. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good Chris movie. Wins. Chris wins. All right, most unconventional sex scene. Chris Ranser, you're up. So there's these child soldiers in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just kidding. Cody, 2012. That's good. Oh my goodness. Okay, um, you're funny. If you like did that, I would be like, well, yeah, you get the point, buddy. Uh, and I, w- I want you guys to go ballsy here. That's the whole yeah, point of the thing. Yeah, I want, I want okay, crazy. So ballsy will... Yeah, I want crazy. Come on, let's let's get the energy back up. Even though okay. I'm down two, I'm fucking zero points already. God damn. Usually pitch, it's my best game. You can yeah. come back. You can come back Yeah, easily. right. I yeah, grow up, buddy. <laughs> Movie fucks is my worst by far, so... Yeah. Um, so what was the parameters? It's like, you wouldn't see it coming and... Yeah, but you like it after. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying you're turned on, but you're like, that was original in a fun way. Of showing coitus. An original and fun way of showing coitus. Yeah. Okay. It could turn me on, too. That's not a Yeah, this is, this is a good idea. Okay, <laughs> it's so. It's just like a heartburn. <laughs> oh, I had that burrito today. <laughs> this is the first mucho burrito I've had in months that didn't give me heartburn. <laughs> you find that way too funny. Because <laughs> uh, I'm in so much pain. You're like, oh, I had one and it oh, didn't get me. Good thing Christ. I had it. <laughs> so, because I know you, I'm not going to pitch my Muppet idea, so... <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Okay, so thank you in advance. In this society, it's like... It, we live in a society, right? So in this society, yeah. it's like 2,201. Whoa. So it's the 23rd century. Okay. So in this society, everything is extremely regulated. They have, like, you can't do this, can't do this. Authoritative government. It's kind of dystopian. But it's it's like... Brave New World dystopian where it's not like the absolute worst, but government control controls all your life. So sex is banned. Banned? The the government controls the procreation of the society, right? That's crazy, dude. So in the society, every, there's like every quarter, so it's like three times a year. (laughs) Three times a year. Every quarter? Yeah. There's four quarters, dude. Yeah. So four times a year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. You said three. That's right. No, you said three. You said three. I tricked you. We'll play it back. Okay. <laughs> so every four times a year, um, there's like a, a fuck games. 
and they select the the best. <laughs> the Welcome fun. to the fuck game. The fuck game. So they they pick the like the most attractive, the best artist, the best athlete. This the is best divergent. To no, fuck. I don't know. They pick all the best ones just to have coitus in this massive arena, and it's just like a crazy arena where there's obstacles and stuff. Oh god! Everyone ha- and they have to find like the right mate, and they have to go at it. But that's not that's not the sex scene that I'm about to tell so, you. So is on. everyone like like is it like a gladiator games oh, and everything's going on at the same or is it like one on one and they're like ah and then they fuck that's like so funny it, it's a, it's groups because there's just, oh it's, it's like oh. orgies well oh. yeah it, yeah maybe and people just want to get the rocks off but they have to like they take suppressant drugs and stuff because oh, because <laughs> they can't get they. Because they don't want these people getting riled up, but oh. they still need some like entertainment. Because this society is so boring. So there's the fuck games yeah, that are happening in the middle. Everyone's on fucking Zolot. And, and so like, the ones in there are going crazy. They're like, so they they dose. We just they, this playing. They dose all the people. And they're all in like gray uniforms. It's very drab, and it's like a massive arena. It's like okay. sucker punch. Yeah, it's very same gray. color palette. But yeah, so. And the, Sweet dreams are made of these. So this, this year's angel. fuck games. <laughs> this year's fuck games are like the best fuck games ever like t- like it's they're doing acrobatic stunts and stuff it's like, holy shit and there's these two people in the Acro- crowd what do you mean like they're doing cartwheels and shit yeah wow yeah. just because they, huh. they're trying to like they're trying to one it's almost like a mating dance but two they're trying Ooh, to entertain I like it's almost like pro wrestling they're i like to i like the mating dance. so this year's fuck games is so good that there's like you see like one guy in the crowd and he kind of like shivers a do little they bit. have like theme music yeah, Hell they, like, walk out to, like... All right, I'm all for it. All right, anyways, get to the point. So, yeah. no, like, the guy... There's one guy, like, kind of shivers, and, like, like the sensor on his wrist is, like, we got to insert beep, more, beep, like, <laughs> suppressant drugs. But they don't have, like... Because everyone has these, like, drugs hooked up to their arm, but they run out of drugs, and he's still kind of like, oh, this fucking is really good. And then he, he see, looks, like, four sections over, and he sees a girl kind of, like, doing the same thing. Beep, 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 yeah, he knows that she's getting dosed more. And they're the only two, and they kind of make eye contact because of the beeps. Yeah. And they're like... <laughs> yeah, that place. And so he like parts the crowd, and she parts the crowd, Very and they walk cool. towards each other. What are the guards doing? Are they trying to stop like, them? They look and they point, but they're far away because they're not. They, they thought the drugs would handle sure. it. So they part the crowd, and then it's just this beautiful embrace, and they're making out. <laughs> but then the guards finally get to them, and they're like, "Hey, what's the fuck games normally?" And they're like, "Watch the fuck <laughs> games normally." And they look at them and like, "Hey, you're y'all gonna watch that proper." <laughs> And they say no. no, and they run away holding hands, beautiful, without pants on. Hell yeah! And they keep on running, and the guards keep on like chasing them. And they go into like a broom closet, and they try to they start fucking a little nice. bit. Nice. And the guards like banging down the door, so they crawl through like a. Uh, so it's like, like a, a chase scene a chase too. Scene, but they keep fucking wherever they get a second. <laughs> <laughs> they like that's cool. Hop down the thing, they roll oh, out, they run into the city. You it's, know, like the Bugs Bunny hillbilly episode. Where they're like, never mind. We get the fucking Benny Hill music, like, yeah, they keep rolling and then they like, go down the vents out through. Yeah, and it, they're nice. sprinting away, and like people are, like some of the people, it starts getting a following. Uh, the people oh, around okay. the fucking like, they see these people that fuck looks, on the street no, real fast. Pretty and like, cool. That's like the fuck game. <laughs> I couldn't get tickets this year, and then they keep like running through it's the street. So the sex scene is basically a chase scene. Yeah. To like really intense music. But every chance they get, they fuck a little bit. Okay. In the most like, precarious positions and stuff, and hey, all, Chris, like, all over. You, you yeah. did the pitch cool. right. Thank Good you. job, buddy. Well done, C- William. Chris, I really appreciate how you took the time to build a universe there. Yes. I'm gonna do the exact opposite. <laughs> Chris's, Chris's is really cool because of the the story surrounding it. Sure. Mine's cool because we're gonna make it cool. Have okay. you seen the the beginning of Into the Void? 
I don't think so. All right. Well, it's a crazy psychedelic clusterfuck. Oh, actually, just, no, like, I know blah, what you're talking blah, about. Blah, actually, blah. no, I, I know what you're talking about. So yeah. before I get into the sex scene itself, let me pitch to you the movie, and more importantly, the character. This is an action movie, and it's called Chin Williams Goes Whole Hog. <laughs> <laughs> Our main character. Well, we know the title of the episode. <laughs> Chin Williams goes whole hog. Whole hog. Chin Williams is our action <laughs> Williams. hero. He's fucking gorgeous. He gets the babes. Yeah, I he's see him in my cool. mind. You know him. He's got Chin a suit. Like, think like Dog the Bounty Hunter, but fucking yoked. <laughs> think Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> Bruce is, Campbell in my head. No, this oh. guy's a fucking... He's I was a thinking wreck. like Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Like real life no, Johnny worse. Bravo. No, worse. Greasier. Greasier. Cooler. Cooler. Like MacGyver. But... <laughs> like MacGyver? <laughs> I think the guys you find... Uh... <laughs> No, he's like, a mix between MacGyver and Dog. And Dog the Bounty Hunter. He's very resourceful as well. No, he's a classic action star. He drinks too much. He's chewing on cigarettes. Like Duke Nukem. Yeah, he's like, nah, but greasier. <laughs> but more Dog. Like Duke Nukem with dog hair. With dog hair. <laughs> the nah, dog the but greasier. But greasier. Oh my god. Big old, big old wife. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was rude. But Chin Williams. <laughs> Chin Williams. Big ol' wife. Big ol' wife. And an action movie is only good is only as good as its villain. His his like his action villain trope is that he's just like a sexual deviant. He's crazy, <laughs> right? And he's got this wife that he like covets. Like she's gorgeous to oh like she's God. she's his everything. And he's like this like weasley, creepy little sexual yeah. deviant. What's his name? His name? Um, it'll come Elbow. in a minute. <laughs> Elbow Macaroni. Elbow Macaroni? Yeah. <laughs> no. His name is Elbow. Just His name is just a pasta. <laughs> Chin Williams and Elbow, Elbow Macaroni. macaroni. No. Chin Williams is very real, but no, this, I'll come up with a name in a minute. Okay. <laughs> the bad guy, he's like this, like, skeevy. He's very creepy. Yeah. And his, his, like, ultimate, like, his mission throughout the movie, he does have a final <laughs> master plan that will be revealed during the sex scene that I will, that I will get to. Oh my god! But as of like oh. the whole thing that gets Chin Williams into like he's like something's going on here and the whole the, the, I, I, the catalyst. Sorry, I started to cut you off, but just like the whole thing that gets Chin riled up like that what a ridiculous sentence. <laughs> no, but the whole the catalyst to this event yeah. is that this uh this bad guy he's trying to he's like trying to expedite global warming to make it like a faster <laughs> process because he's like I'm gonna make everyone all sweaty. Elbow <laughs> <laughs> macaroni. He's gonna make everyone all sweaty. Oh, buddy. No, his this name's guy. Dutch Harness. <laughs> and then. That's Dutch subject, Harness! That's subject to change. No! No, I love Dutch Harness. But, um, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna make them all sweaty. So he's gonna make the world, like, super, like, just not, like, hot enough that, like, that water levels, sea levels rise. Just hot enough to make everyone uncomfortable enough that they, like, can't wear normal clothes. So he's, like, done the math. But that's, like, just, like, he's done the math. that he's gonna make that happen. He's gonna melt the ice caps just enough. Just destroy the ozone layer. He's, like, spraying shit in the sky. But his ultimate, eventually... Like Chin goes on this adventure, <laughs> he stops him. He bond, he bonds a bunch of ladies. He's getting, cool. he's just slinging he's dick, he's fucking dick he's around. He's soaking in them. He's soaking in girls. And eventually, Ugh. we get to like, and it's definitely set up that this cre- that uh, the Dutch like covets his wife to like a very like strange point. She's fucking gorgeous. Okay. And like he's like, yes, my precious. Like he's creepy about <laughs> <Master>? it. <laughs> but then eventually, so like Chin, they they get to the room because every action movie has a big room that it all goes down and at the end where yeah. the big machine is, and that's yeah. where and Dutch is like, that's my plan i'm gonna fuck the world and then she's like cool stop and he goes and he goes to hit stop. the button <laughs> he's like stop, stop. dutch goes chin and he's a good like, fighter yeah he's a great fighter. <laughs> okay, of course he's a good fighter he 
he's a dog the maker. bounty hunter. He's a great fighter. He's the world's greatest detective. <laughs> <laughs> he's very resourceful. I love him. But um, eventually, so like Dutch goes, he's powering up the machine. Yep. And Chin's like, oh, I know how to get to this guy, and he just starts. He just starts teasing with uh with his wife. Yeah. And they just start like closed mouth kissing. And then they open mouth kiss nice. for a little while, and then it gets a little touchy, and then it gets Ooh. a little touchy feely. Ooh. And then Chin looks up and he's like, this is probably driving this guy crazy. But then he looks up and Dutch is like, yeah. Like, Wait a minute. That's when the sex scene begins. That's when the lights... Like, that was like legitimately going. a great twist, Will. You got me. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. That was a good twist. So eventually... That's when it starts, because the machine's starting to fire up, so the lights, the strobe lights are yeah, going yeah, crazy, yeah. and everything's shaking, because he's <laughs> fucking the world, right? Like, the machine's going he's off, he's, he's like, doo -doo -doo -doo, and everything's going nuts, oh and there's God. lights, and there's fucking music playing, yeah. and Chin's, like, he's going to pound town, and then he starts to realize, like, Dutch Harness is getting off to this, like, he's, like, distracted, and he starts, yeah. like, he starts getting out, so he's cucking Dutch eventually. Nice, nice. And then he eventually uses that, and the scene is, like, super crazy, super tantric, Dutch gets involved at one point, so you're like, <laughs> what a crazy, like, you know at the end of musicals, they have, like, everyone comes in at the yeah. end? And it's kind of like that, but it's a sex scene. So everyone yeah. comes in and it's like, we're all better for this. And he's just like, there's like this super tantric three-way between Chin and Dutch. Yes. And eventually he uses Why does this. Chin keep going? Sorry. Hmm? If Dutch is there, why does Chin keep going? Because he's into it too. He's Chin Williams. He's eccentric. Oh, okay. But he loves Pound Town. Come he's on. Cool. But he yeah. loves Pound Town. But he loves Pound Town. That's yeah. clearly established throughout yeah. the movie. I knew that. Gosh. But then eventually... You don't get the point of the movie, buddy. <laughs> he uses that distraction... But he realizes he has this power over Dutch because Dutch can't come until he finishes cucking him, right? Oh. So he uses that to his advantage. He powers down the machine. Yeah. And just just as Dutch, there's a shot. It's up, so the camera's here. <laughs> I don't know if the <laughs> Bad radio home. segment. <laughs> Bad radio segment. But the camera's right below his groin. Yeah. And, like, there's a point of view and Dutch, <laughs> Dutch is, like, just about to burst. <laughs> Bursting at the seams. And then a fucking... Just as he bursts, a sword <laughs> flies <laughs> into his chest. A sword! And then blood and cum spurt onto the camera lens. Oh, God. <laughs> the ultimate... A sword! <laughs> he pulls out his epée. Oh, my God. His blade. <laughs> it's a thin blade. <laughs> and then oh blood and cum squirt onto, um... I don't know, her, okay. his wife's eye and the lens. Yeah, sure. And that's the end of the sex scene. I love it. Thank you. Chris, you were good, but goddamn. <laughs> that, that's Williams. the same as like the last one where it's like you thought you had it in the bag yeah. until yeah. That that yeah. was fucking good. Yeah. I got Will. Thank you. I gotta say that one. Very I thought good. I had it. I honestly thought oh, I had too. it. Oh, me too. I loved yours at the start, man. I really liked yours, but there's what really no, sealed the Jim deal Williams was the twist and, and the APA. Oh, yeah, and yeah. in the trailer, there's a sweet line. <laughs> oh, yeah, and in the trailer. <laughs> you like, already have the point, buddy. Come on. <laughs> you know, like that Greta Van Fleet song? Yeah. yeah. Or, and then as he says, like, a sweet line. He turns we around and he's like, like Let's he's like, it's going to burst. And I don't mean my cock or something <laughs> else like that. And then it's like, yeah, and then it cuts to awesome fighting. Chin Williams. Chin Williams this summer. What's the movie called again? Chin Williams goes, goes whole hog. hog. I love that it. The title I fucking movie. love that movie. Yeah. Thanks. I should, and it I'll shake your hand. Sequel. I'll shake your hand for Thank that you. one. Oh, and it buddy. sets up for a sequel as well. Yeah, yeah. that's merch. Oh, yeah. That's merch right there. <laughs> Chin Williams goes whole hog. Oh my god. What a round. Point to Will. Well deserved, buddy. Will. Anyways, after pitch it, Will McClarnon, the king, is in the lead with two points. King is going Chris strong. closely behind with one, and I am in last place with zero. But everything can change in everyone's favorite game. Well, that's pitch it, but every, the sexiest game for sure. We're talking about movie fuck. 
So if it's your first time here at Movie Fucks, especially on Sexy Games, what you gotta know is the boys gotta take two movies, mash them together, make sweet, sweet love, and make another movie. And that movie, because of the rules of Sexy Games, has to be romantic, it's gotta be hot, it's gotta be steamy, and Will McClarnon, you are the judge starting for this round. Isn't Chris the judge? Uh, ye, no, he was the judge last oh, time. Oh, yeah, you're so right. We switch you, it up. I'll be the judge. then it's me. So, Will, you are the judge, and Chris, you go first. My ears are wide open. Lay it on me, Chris. Okay. Lay it on me. So, I'm going to movie fuck. Call me by your name. Uh-oh. And Harry Potter. <laughs> so, is it Harry and Voldemort? Harry and Hagrid. Oh, well, that'll be uh, good. But in this, they're closer age. It's not... Uh, all right, no, I want a more formal presentation, Chris. Keep... Yeah, and, and that's my pitch. <laughs> like, no, yeah, but that, but so, that's Hagrid. it. In this movie, uh, Harry and Hagrid are a lot closer in age. Are these the actual characters? This is is this like a Harry Potter? Yeah, it's like a it's like a fan it's, fan it's fan fan. Oh, yeah. it's a fanfic. Okay, cool. So it's like that's accept, that's totally so it's fine. like it's in the style of Call Me by Your Name, and Harry and Hagrid are a lot closer. But Hagrid's still a big fucking brute, and Harry's a little magical. <laughs> a guy. little little twink boy. Yeah, a little twink boy. So it's a bear and a twink. Yes. Sure. That much works for me, buddy. So in this movie, I'm on board. it's shot like in Call Me By Your Name style, where it's beautifully shot vistas and countrysides, except now they're magical. So they're like walking up the waterfall in Italy, and then like a Pegasus like jumps out, and it's oh. beautiful. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. That sounds what a romantic trip. It's a romantic trip. So it's through the, the wizarding world, we get to see all the different magical things that, you, that don't involve fighting, and they don't involve... Uh, Vodacadabra and... Wait, do, do the voice. Oh, Vodacadabra! <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you had it. I did. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so they're going through the magical countryside. They're enjoying the their times of their lives. So, yeah, this is like summer vacation. They're off time from uh, Hogwarts. Hagrid is, you know... What year is this? How old are they? So, Hagrid is... Is this like year one, Harry? So he's 12? No, he's like 17 and Hagrid's like 24. It's just call me by your name. Okay. okay. But Hagrid's like a big thing and he's like, I have so much of the world to show you, Harry. And then he puts him on his shoulders and he's like, look at all I can see. And this Harry's like, wow. <laughs> sounds like an abuse of power. What? He's a, isn't he a teacher? No, he's a groundskeeper. My apologies. Still, isn't that kind of abuse of power? He does have some merit in some, the school. He has some leeway. Yeah. And call him by name is Army Hammer, abusing his power as a, his father's work assistant. One That's could, a fair point. Continue. One could argue, but Continue. go ahead. Would you argue? No, but one okay. could. One could. <laughs> so yeah, like there, there's sparks in their relationship. Sparks are flying, but okay. you're not allowed to use literal sparks because it's magic. magic. But you're not allowed to use magic outside of school when you're uh -oh. underage. So now. <laughs> They're on the run from the law. Good conflict. What? I like that. They're on the run from the law. They're the on ministry. the run because uh, Harry used his magic outside of school, and then they're like the wizarding police are after them. So now this lovely, like the first, the first act of the movie is a lovely vacation, <laughs> and then Harry uses his magic and sparks. Dick is Gulfus. <laughs> <laughs> I was cooking that bit for probably a good thirty <laughs> seconds. I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Did. I was biding my time. Hagrid has ED, so Harry says, "I know what can fix that." Dick is in Gulfus. So yeah, then. So then the first act is like the lovely countryside, yeah, magic, yeah. all that. So Harry uses Dickus and Golfus, uh -oh. and then they um, this conflict, they're on the run, so it becomes like a Bonnie and Clyde heist romance movie. Huh. That was a much-needed twist. You were losing me there, but you brought me back on when they I'm broke glad. the rules. When they said Dickus and Golfus. Yeah. When when it feels so, so good. Yeah, I can't count that towards your, your <laughs> script, though, because Colin did come up with Dickus and Golfus. Yeah, it was my joke. But uh, hey... I'm going to go uh, no jokes this time. I've been a jokey guy this episode, yeah. you know, and I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of you fucking around, Colin. I, I've real. had enough. I'm going to grow up, and I am going to fuck together for you, Will. 
I am going to take the beloved Disney classic, The Little Mermaid, mm -hmm. and I'm going to splice it with 2015's The Witch. Damn. So, what we're going to do here, so it's set in, let's say, Nova Scotia. It's in like the 1800s. No, no studio would take that, buddy. Oh, just you wait to see the plot, buddy. They will take Make it in Maine. One. Sure, it's Maine. Does not <laughs> matter. Now you sound sick. Okay, so it's in fucking Maine. It's on. It's a small fishing village, on the sea. Yeah, that's the that's all the setting is. It rains a fuck ton. Okay, it's a very dreary town, but it's a very religious town. They all they all still have the church. People mm -hmm. people they either fish, or they farm. Okay, or they go to church. Or they pray. Or they pray. Actually, they all pray, but those are like the main jobs. Yeah, there's not yeah. a lot in this village, and it's in the old oldy times. Okay. So there's not the a lot. Oldie times. The oldy times. They talk all ridiculous, like in the uh, witch. Uh, not as much, so people can actually understand them, but a little bit, yeah. But one day, a, a father and his son. The son's probably like 18. The father's in his 40s or something or 50s. They go out on a fishing trip in this big violent storm, and they see, like, like two women mm. who are on this rock screaming for help. In this violent, violent storm. Their clothes are all fucking thrashed. They're all bloody. And the son's like, Pa, we need to help them. That's not his voice. It's too deep. That's the dad's voice. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. it's like, we got to help them, okay? So they go out. They get these two women. And they're like, how did you get... Why are you out here? Like, how did you get... And they're like, oh, our boat crashed. Thank you for saving us. Mm. Just thank, like, thank you for taking us into our village. And they're like, okay, you can stay at the church. Right? So... Uh, slowly, and these women are beautiful. They're beautiful women, right? Yeah. And like easily, the next day they clean up perfectly. It looks like nothing ever happened to them. Mm. And everyone's like, "Wow, like you look much better today. Everything's good." So the slowly, but the the dad who rescues them is slowly is like completely enamored with one of them. Mm. One of them, he completely and she she starts to sing at the church. Every 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 church service, she starts to sing, That's and he's brilliant. and he's in love with her. He's. He cannot stop. And his wife starts to realize this. He doesn't know if his wife knows, but he's like, I need to cheat on my wife. I mm. need. And that's forbidden here because they're super yeah. religious. If he does that, he is going to be gone. His whole family is going to be fucking embarrassed. Everything's going to be shitty. But she is just, she, he cannot, it's lust. He cannot yeah. get away from her. It's everything. That's he, a sin. See, he sees her everywhere. Anytime he's thinking about it, all he sees is her. So one night he's like, I'm going to her house, right? She Before that, he, she comes to his house and kind of like teases him. Nice. She's in kind of very skimpy clothes, talks to the wife, pisses the wife off, but he sees him, right? He goes, yeah. and when he goes there, she lets him in, and who the fuck does he see but his son? His son's there naked in the bed, and he loses it. He kills his son. He beats the fuck God, out of his son, who damn. is also completely enamored with her, you see now, because they yeah. were fighting. Kills his son, and then he kills the woman, but the other, there, there was two, remember? Because mm -hmm. he loses it, and there's two. And she tells everyone in the village, mm -hmm. and he's hanged. The, the man is hanged. Yeah. His wife is exiled for not keeping her man. It's a fucked up system, right? Mm -hmm. She's And then the town restarts. But then the lady, no one's like, where's the other one? Mm -hmm. And at the end, the last shot, you see her go back into the sea. That's She's a fucking brilliant. siren. That's the movie. The movie's called Siren. Uh, that's a TV show. Okay, whatever. The movie's called Siren. <laughs> And it's they're sirens, and they that's they dope. destroyed a village. They destroyed a, really, a family. Really good idea. So that's mine. That's Colin, my pitch. You get the point. Thank you, brother. That was a very good pitch. That Chris, one wasn't very sexy, but yeah.
Um, oh, she's hot. Buddy, you should see oh, these mermaids. Okay, like, tell me about it, tell me about it. <laughs> you like clams over nipples? Oh, is there any other way to have them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair uh, enough. That yeah. was bad. Uh, anyway, here's, 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 here's what's some merit, Chris, for, for Harry Potter fan fiction. It was kind of the first thing that came to my mind, and I said, well, mm, hey, I liked I, it, buddy. Me likey. I liked Anyways, it. Anyways, I guess I'm the judge. Yeah, well, uh, judge. point for me. Point. Colin. All right, boys. Will, you're up first here on the movie fucks. Give me the point, buddy. Give me, give me the pitch. Give me the fuck. You'll Whatever. Get nothing. <laughs> Look at my cum in your eye, and that's it, buddy. <laughs> Chris no sold that joke. <laughs> I raised my eyebrow. Oh, all right, Chris, you're the judge. I am the judge, judge, brother. Sorry, I was, I was, tra- I was. You're too away. busy thinking about coming in my eye. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go serious for this one. I'm going to save my goofy one for Chris, because I had two ideas that are underdeveloped, but I think I can make this one work for Colin. Okay. Because I know what you like, and I know what gets you off. (laughs) The two movies I am going to be splicing together are not conventional love stories. They're unconventional love stories. They're both art house movies. We covered one on the podcast last week. I'm talking about Yorgos Lanthimos' The Lobster. Yes. Which is about relationships and love and such. We did. And we're going to be splicing that with her. Ooh. So... In this dystopian universe, very similar to The Lobster, there is a resort that you go to if you've been cheated on by your significant other, oh, and it's kind of, like, okay. over. When the relationship is over, you're like, fuck. So you go to this resort, and it's the same premise as The Lobster, where you have to find a partner, but it's more, we're going to adapt it to her. So instead of, like, turning into, like, the animal of your choosing, you slowly kind of convert to, like, AI. to like oh, okay. To, like... But the thing is, these AI people, like in her, they're kind of like prominent in society. Like they're still considered like people. You can talk to them. You can interact with them at the resort. So he has this relationship with this, um, it's like Scarlett Johansson, but not quite. It's a a woman AI bot person. And um, he finds like a familiarity with her. So he's like talking to her at the resort. And he's like, maybe this won't be that bad to like convert to like this like cyborg lifestyle or whatever. But also he's very confused, man. He wasn't super happy with it in his marriage in the first place. So he also meets a guy at this resort. Oh, okay. And he starts slowly falling in love with this gentleman. They have... It's not familiar, but it's, like, new. They do new and exciting things together. He's uh, he's younger than him. He, his, or, yeah, and younger than his wife. So they do... Could it be Hagrid and Harry, perhaps? Be, yeah. <laughs> and they're both wizards. And he's very hairy. No. Um, but, yeah, they have, this, they have this relationship. And the movie is him being conflicted. Like, do I, do I go off on this new life with this, this new gentleman who I'm like, he's sexually confused in the first place. He's like, what the fuck do I do? But he finds like a familiarity and like he remembers his wife fondly through like this AI. So it's him struggling. Do I convert to, should I, should I become her or should I stay with this new experience? And what's better? Is it better to go and hurt yourself all over again? Or do you take what you know and do you Mm. stay and do you convert? But taking what you know involves completely transforming yourself yes. so it can be i think there's some some a good symbolism dilemma, it's a moral dilemma yes. it's a love story and in the end he i think he i think it'd be a fitting end if he goes with new with with something new he yeah he go yeah. he decides to to be with that i don't know what his name is andy sure he decides to be with andy at yeah. the end nice and he's like yeah i don't know the last shot can be like them like he's unsure it could be like a graduate shot where he's like should i have converted should hmm. i have stayed it can be kind of like Very i'm neat. sure is this master. the right thing master master, master please come back, come back. <laughs> but that's I my idea i like you. it i like that is, it that sounds cute i like it chris you gotta top it buddy what do you got for me uh so i'm going to combine the matrix with internal sunshine for the spotless mind so in this movie 
there's a system where you can plug yourself into kind of like an alternate reality matrix type thing and you can kind of like live out your fantasies in that world and there's this one guy and he's super super lonely and he like he lives in a one bedroom apartment like nothing too crazy um kind of like and he's kind of he's more similar to the like uh is it the elijah wood character in eternal sunshine uh doesn't matter sure doesn't matter but yeah, yeah. no it's kind of because like, he he has like an ideal girl and instead of in elijah wood case like going to the like previous places where they've done the mind wipe and all that he keeps on plugging himself in and um he keeps on like dreaming up this ideal girl and they can plug him in and they can like kind of make her real and uh he can interact with her and then go on dates and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's much better than his one re- bedroom apartment yes so one day he finally gets like the exact code the right, formula the formula <laughs> for his eureka eureka <laughs> <laughs> for his ideal girl so he starts he spends like the next year and a bit like only going back to that yeah, yeah, yeah. one um the one code the yeah. one code yeah, because yeah. like that's the girl and then one day he goes back and she's missing <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. so he he's going into this code world and he like knows it's not real but he wants to figure out like what happened to this like perfect girl because to him it's like it's real and he wants yeah. to he wants to be with her because it's better than anything that he has in the real world. But because it's in the simulation thing where you live out your dreams, like since he wants to like find this girl now and then like it's basically his thoughts and stuff. So it, it's like a almost like a hard-boiled detective thing where he's trying to find this girl. But then he like, goes into a different place, uh, like area of his mind and he's like internal sunshine, you know, where they keep on going through the memories. It's kind of like that, but instead it's like kind of genres where he goes yeah. in and he's like adventuring and she keeps on being like just a step ahead and he keeps on like trying and trying and trying to um he spends like he's starting he's spending so much time there trying to find this perfect girl and he's searching for her and it's like a mystery and it's kind of an adventure movie because he's going all over the place how does it end buddy you gotta wrap it up for me he finds the girl he's like so happy he like embraces her and she's like i knew you would get me and then he's like yeah you know riley it. <laughs> riley no yeah her name is riley it's a good name so he gets her and he's so excited and everything's great and then it's like and the simulation's done and well it was and he like he knows it and he's like oh like and then he used all his like credits or whatever to oh it's bitcoin oh it's bitcoin yeah <laughs> the society runs on the currency of our future which yeah. is bitcoin so oh, didn't it like fucking crash today like really someone bad? F- like forgot a password or it had like 139 million or something, or something? Yeah. yeah anyways anyways where <laughs> he died and he was the only one that knew the password or something like, something like that <laughs> that's the problem that's so the that, problem with the blanc chain but yeah so that's what happened so he like so he it shuts down and he's like you're kind of out of money so he's like ah oh, fuck damn i will say as an audience member that would come across as a huge fuck you at the end when it goes powering down. It was all a dream. No, but you know it's all a dream. That's true. But I think what the what I'm hoping to do is like enrapture the audience into a thing of almost like forgetting that it is. Yeah, I see. What even though him. even though you know yeah, it's a yeah. dream and you know he's kind of like wasting his time, you still try to get enamored. And the girl is like, she's great, she's fun, right. she's flirty. All right, yeah. Like Ready Player One. That's uh, sexy. <laughs> yeah, like Pikachu and Tracer are there. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I want to be Tracer. That's the Cheers. DeLorean. Cheers, love. The and DeLorean. Well, wait, you got to go back in time, love. All right, all right, all right, all right. Very, both very sci-fi. I kind of like it, guys. Yeah. But Chris, yours, yours relies on because you're like it relies on the audience being enraptured. What's kind of the adventure? 
Because all your, like, he goes on adventures, and it's a mystery. Like, what is that? Well, like, I, yours relies the, on that, buddy. The big part that I have in my mind is, like, he's, like, it's, like, a noir detective thing. Oh, okay. Where, like, that's the beginning, because he's, like, ah, the girl's missing. Hey, the yeah. dame's missing with the legs. Okay. <laughs> and that's what he says. <laughs> where's okay. my broad? Yeah, he says, where's my... Where? And yeah, he's beating the guy up, and he goes, where's my broad? <laughs> so... Hey, my bus but, is out there! <laughs> it's Tom Hanks as the bus driver. Uh, so, no, there's, like, that, and then there's, like, a... Not, like... A, I think there's like a Robin Hood fantasy almost where it's like modern it's still in the city okay. but he's like an adventurer that's like he's defeating the mob mm. boss as like a Simulation. as kind of like an underground guy because he's like that and it's just like a, a different genre still set in this is there a Nazi zombie level? it's not Sucker Punch so Sorry. no okay. and then there's like yeah like Samurai I, yeah. I think I have my decision all right, very strong round from both of you. I did enjoy both of them. We they're, build each other up. They're they're similar and different at the same time, and um, I didn't think I was gonna do this, but I gotta give it to Chris on that oh, one. Big Thanks. surprise. I do gotta give it on Chris. Will, it's not that yours was bad. I just feel like yours was like almost too lobstery. Maybe right. I thought Chris just fucked a bit better that time. You That's, know, like I've he, heard that before. he did deliver. <laughs> he, he did deliver kind of a new and original <laughs> story, while yours was like. Lobster, but with AI. Fair and hey, enough. no, I still like you. I, yours was interesting too, man. Not saying it wasn't, but uh, and I thought you had it going in. Well, I, I was like, you. Chris has got to top it for sure, and he did. Thanks. So well done, buddy. Point for Chris. Point, Chris. Yep. Gentlemen, Colin, start your fucking. All right, buddy. Last. I'm on the highway. Anyway, okay. Last time, I went a little bit serious and kind of spooky, you know? This time, I'm going a little bit more fun. That's the spooky. Okay, I was like, what are you doing? Anyways, this one, I'm kind of going a little bit more, a little bit more fun, fun drama. But it is just the, taking them together, it's kind of a, it's kind of, you gotta let your imagination kind of run wild a little bit, okay? So we're going to take a romantic classic. It's Brokeback Mountain. Mm -hmm. And we are going to True. splice it with a Disney and Pixar classic, Ratatouille. Oh, this is this could be very funny. Okay. So there's there's a lonely cowboy. He's going up the mountain. He's a lonely cowboy. I'll... Give me your best. I can't. Quote is it a you. Disney movie? Can I ask? Uh, yeah, sure. Here's the thing. It can be. I think it would work better animated. Okay. So we're gonna keep it animated, but okay. it's like really good Pixar animated style. But it's a bit more mature for a Pixar movie. Nice. You know? I'm so that's glad what we're doing. going in that direction. Yeah. Uh, me too, man. I I'm glad it's they. Oh, goddamn time. Yeah. So, anyways. I can't quit you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, well, that line will come back later. Oh, okay. Then save but, it. <laughs> but there's there's a bit to it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That I've come up. There's two. He's playing Ready Player One. There's two really good jokes in this movie. There's two jokes <laughs> that I've been thinking about since this pitch was started. I was like, if these hit, I got the point. Okay. Fuck. Go, 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 go. Uh, okay. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I'm like, they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb jokes. Anyways, there's a lonely cowboy. It's He's going up. It doesn't matter where it is, but it's a mountain. He's just it's in the it's in the Western times. He's, in, he's a human, sorry. He's a human, yeah. He's he's a human cowboy. Oh, no. He's a human <laughs> because he where does this go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's a human cowboy. Okay, and he's lonely. He's he's kind of like he's not an outlaw, but he's a he's, he's an outlier. He's an outlier, you know. He doesn't really fit in with the changing of the Wild West, right? It's like 1880, 1890, things are changing, not really for him, but he doesn't really like modernity too much. For one he doesn't really like, he doesn't really have any reason to learn how to cook. Okay? Everyone can cook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, buddy. We will get there. 
Anyways, he doesn't really care. All he cares is about fucking pouring beans down his gullet. He doesn't even cook them. He doesn't even cook the beans. No raw eating, beans. Eating them right out of a can. Well, you can eat it out of the can, but they're better cooked. But you'll find out later. <laughs> Anyways. So, I like the foreshadowing. <laughs> so, if only there were a way to make these beans a little softer. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't really care, and he's sharing them with his horse. Who What's his, the horse's name? Um, oh, like Leper or something? <laughs> Just Leper. kidding. That's my Red Dead horse. What's a good horse name? Um, beans. <laughs> no, not beans. I'm thinking beans. like I'm thinking like Toledo. His horse is named Toledo. Okay. Okay. Uh, and his name it doesn't really. His name is fucking Randy Moss, <laughs> the football player. Wow. Yeah. But uh, two time MVP. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter what his name is. But he's up the mountain. They're doing stuff. He's he's just moving. He's trying to get to another city. He wants to find another city where he can kind of get out because his old city starting to get ramped up with modernity he's seeing the first cars and he's like what the hell in tarnation he's he's a little upset and he's like i just want my quiet life one day he's by the fire right and he's eating he's eating some beans he's feeding beans to toledo it's a nice scene and he sees a little rat scurry by and he he's like goddamn vermin (laughs) pulls out his gun (laughs) pulls out his gun and he's aiming it at the rat and then Toledo, this is where it gets kind of animated, and he's like, don't shoot him. <laughs> and he's like, what in tarnation? Toledo, you can talk this whole goddamn time. And he's like, don't, sh- don't shoot the rat. Don't shoot the rat, Randy. Don't do it, man. Okay, and then it's kind of, and, he's, and he sees the rat, right? And the rat's like, don't shoot me, don't shoot me, man. Come on, kill Like, we can be friends. He goes, just give me some beans, right? So, and he's like, all right, fine. You know what? You seem like an okay guy. <laughs> So, I don't like too many fellers, but yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, you. yeah. Basically, he like likes the rat. He's like, all right, try some of these beans, all right. And the rat's like, no, 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 no. and he's like, what the fuck is this? These aren't even cooked. I gotta show you how to make some fucking beans, man. So first of all, so, how does a rat know how to cook? Don't watch. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Shut your goddamn mouth! So the rat explains that he learned to cook in the sewers of New York. New York City, right? He's learning that, and he's traveled. He's because he also doesn't like the fucking modernity, but he knows how to cook. And he's like, every man needs to know how to cook. He's French too. <laughs> no, he's New York. He's like, every man's got fuck. I mean, the cowboy accent. He's uh, just Pad Oswald too. No, it doesn't matter. But um, he's starting to teach uh, Randy Moss how to cook, and he's like, these beans are goddamn delicious. <laughs> that almost kind of got into Bill Clinton there for a bit. Hey, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mister. <laughs> and then we ain't the one that changed. Toledo. <laughs> anyway. But even they're eating the beans and he's teaching them how to cook and they're kind of getting along. They're like, oh, nice. you're not so bad, buddy. And Toledo's like, hmm, this could go somewhere. So, uh, the rat, just, Chris, suspend your disbelief for a moment. You ready for the bestiality scene? <laughs> it's not a bestiality scene. Come on. But anyways, they're really getting to know each other and the rat's like, I gotta, I gotta go back. My wife and kids, they're, uh, they're back in New York. I, I was just going out on a trip for a bit, kind of clearing my mind, you know, I gotta go back to New York. And he's like, and then here's here's the one bit. And he's like, I just can't quit food. <laughs> yes, nailed it. Yes, Chris hit that. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> yes. And he's like, I thought you were just gonna do. He just, I can't quit you. No, like, I just can't quit food. Because <laughs> the food's so good. I play a lot of overcooked too. So yeah, every, even more. everything's good. Everything's great. And Toledo's sad too. And uh, here's the twist. You think. The man and the rat are gonna get together. I don't think I would think that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. Well, think that. <laughs> if you were, it's actually Toledo 
in the rat. Who's in love with the rat? Oh. He's in love with him. And, and Does hey, it set up throughout, or is it like... Yeah, no, there, no, 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 there's there's hints okay. throughout. And it's actually Toledo, and Toledo's like crying when the rat's going away. And that and this is more of just like a friendship romance, you know? It's fucking bros Kinda being like bros, dudes being dudes. And this is what happened. Fucking Randy Moss sees Toledo, his one pal. His one great pal through thick and thin. He's like, you know, i got to get that rat back for my boy. <laughs> so he, he tracks him down. Toledo's fucking sad. He's mopey. He's losing a lot of weight. He's just not eating. It's like never because he can't eat the food anymore because it just reminds him of the rat, right? And at the end, they get together and it's just three fucking three good friends like us, nice. right? And Which they, one would I be in this? Uh, you're Toledo. Cool. Yeah. I'm Randy Moss, and you're the rat. I'm the rat. It's good. We're all and we're all friends, and they get together, and it's good. And here's my second so he joke. his wife and kids. Uh, no, he, they come with him. Oh, okay. They come with him. But and it's like, hey, place. like we can still like. He might be in love with him, but he's like, you know what, man? Like, I appreciate your friendship so much and what you've done for everything. Let's just, let's live as kind of a little family, all of us, you yeah, know? Yeah. They're all kind of outcasts, and they all get together. And here's my second joke. It's called Broke Rat Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Broke Rat Mountain. And that's good. it. That is a good joke. That's very good. I like Collins a lot. I think it's a good Disney movie. I think it's a great story. Even take all the <laughs> take all the Disney stuff out. It's just a, it's an important story. There's no fat on that movie, There's Chris. no fat on that Come movie. On. But the problem is, not it's not romance heavy enough. There needs to be a little hey. more romance, and I'm about to... Shut the fuck up. All right. I'm about to offer you the most romantic... No, it's not going to be overly romantic. It's going to be a comedy. Unlike Collins, which well, is got a comedy, goofy little family comedy, this is going to be a dark comedy. It's I'm going to be splicing Castaway, the beloved Castaway movie, and 500 Days of Summer. 500 Days of... Wilson. 500 Days Wilson. of Starving is what it's called. <laughs> no. I like that. 500 Days Without Food and Water. But... <laughs> 500 days alone on an island. <laughs> alone on an island. No. The premise of this movie, and I want you to think the style... My name's Peninsula. <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> no, the film... Something? Well, that's that's 500 days. When she's like, my name's August. Oh, or like, okay, or like yeah, fall yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Autumn. Autumn, that's what it is. Yeah, my name's Peninsula. Okay. Come on. That I got it. Really, that's that one of my good. best jokes of all time on fucking <laughs> Yeptama, guys. Other than but, I can't quit food. The, the filmmaking kind of format this is going to take on think of like what we do in the shadows so kind of like a found footage style? yeah it's kind of like a docu style because it is like castaway they get washed up on this island so there's an accident and um there are these strangers it was a large group of people but only three people make it out alive and a phone crew <laughs> and if no they have like they're recording themselves oh, okay so the third guy films for a lot you of see it. the boom mic in the shot <laughs> for like the first half of the movie the third guy like you don't really see his face but he's like kind of he's filming a lot of it and you kind of just see their interactions but it's funny because they're falling in love and they're starving they're on a deserted island so it's like there's like jokes about that and then the third guy goes up there's a scene where they're like trying to like scavenge for food or whatever and the third guy he'll like he'll climb up to the top of a coconut tree but then he fall like the other guy's holding the camera but then he falls and breaks his neck oh fuck. and then they both look at it and he's like let me make you dinner tonight and then they fucking yeah, that's they funny. cook the guy I like there's that. like a little there's a cute like montage <laughs> scene funny, of them like skinning this man <laughs> that's pretty like, good and they're like I don't know how you're gonna sell that <laughs> to anyone but us. No, it's good. It's good. It's it won't be like graphic. It'll be like it'll cut to them like roasting like yeah. It'll be tasteful. He's like, let me cook you dinner tonight. And then they like fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> there's like his like they put his like half corpse up. So it's like funny. There's like jokes like that. It's in that kind of vein for most of the movie. And then they eventually make it off. But they like. But do they get off? And then, hey hey no, they hey, get off. Hey, hey give me that. They get off. I'm on fire today. On the no, but there's. It's kind of like a comedy. It explores the awkwardness of just meeting somebody, but also the awkwardness of being stranded on an island with them. So a relatable scenario. A relatable scenario. But the re a relatable scenario is not really knowing the person you just started dating. But we're going to take that to the extreme and 
put them on a deserted island to really exemplify that. There's some funny slapstick humor to be had. There might be... No, I'm not going to say that even. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. They do eventually make it off. Another thing... Um, Another thing! <laughs> and you also, went on forever, Colin. Give him a break. And also... That's well, a complicated movie. At the beginning of this movie, they're very concussed. So there's like... <laughs> because they just had like a shipwreck. So there's like... There's like funny bits to be had with that as well. Where they like can't well, remember bro- shit. And they're like, I'm all woozy. I just threw up. Whoa. I no. slept for three days. <laughs> That's not a real joke. But like... No, there is some like... Who are you again? There's like some there's some goofy nonsense to be had. And I think uh, it could 50 be... 50 first dates. A very, yeah, it could be... There's some 50 first dates to be spliced in there as well. No, 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 Chris. It's not, the, it's not Chris, even similar to the plot of 50 First Dates. I know you want to give me the point, that buddy. That joke is there. Collins Chris, doesn't my really movie make sense, is I will say. perfect. Collins is like Ratatouille, okay. but gay. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's something Chris, to be said I mean, about making... When I was nine and Ratatouille came out, I said, it would be better. Chris, and, yeah. and, and too, I didn't touch on it when I was, but when I was thinking about this earlier, there's like there's something sexy about being able to like make a good dinner. It's true. You know? The, the food aspect plays into it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. But that's already in Ratatouille. Yeah, so, so it's an original rom-com. There's not a rom-com When you get off the island, the, like, is it like one of those awkward things where you get to know someone a little better and you're like, oh, you eat humans off the island. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the girl's funny. Like, hey, that's going to hunt this man. That's your idea. Yeah, that's not in the script. That's not in the script. Don't give him the point for that. It's called So I Met a Cannibal. So I married an axe, bro. Okay. So I married a cannibal. Um, so I married a rat. Both very... We, this is... No, but like, yeah, talk. the relationship is, isn't exactly the same as it would point, be on man. the island. This Why, is, though? Colin acts like his ideas are like, this is a given that this is the best you script can't of all time. Get, it's no, just no, Ratatouille, no, 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 but no. with a horse. But he fucks the horse at the he end. He doesn't fuck the horse. They're friends. Yeah, but exactly. It's not Can't we romantic. take romance in a different direction? Yeah, bro. My, my romance movie is Star Wars because they... They're all great oh, friends. Oh, grow up! <laughs> <laughs> grow up! Uh, no, I, I think this is maybe our best it's a like, strong round. collective Jesus super games where yeah. we've all been on top. We have been on... Uh, I swear. It's close. It's close, but I do have to give the point to Colin. Broke Rat Mountain! Why? I was cooking title? those jokes all day. Is it because of the title? Uh, it's also because I can't quit food. <laughs> that's not funny. I'll you say gotta it. give me That's a... not a funny joke. Come on! Why? Uh, Tell me why that's funny. I it's a play. Suck my dick, Chris. It's a play. Let's move oh, on. Grow up. Hey. Oh, grow up. Hey, point for me. <laughs> I'm back in it, baby. Point. Colin. So we are back. Slow score update. Chris with two. Will the king. I lost two straight Zero points. Fucks. I thought Zero. I was going to do great. And I dominated that round with two big points. Two completely different movies, too. Showing my range. But everything will be decided in our final game, speaking of Castaway, Will, here's our last game. It's Castaway! Castaway, simply put, is a <laughs> game where I will say, cast me, for example, the next big Marvel superhero, and the boys will give me an answer of a well-known actor, or a not a well-known actor, or maybe even a porn star. That was just an example, but you get the gist of it. I will ask... Very concise. Chris, take notes. I will put a role... <laughs> Up for grabs, and someone's got to fill that and role. Since it's someone's got to fill that hole. Since it's sexy games, and they got to be kind of flirty, kind of cute, kind of fun. Yeah, flirty, touchy feely. Exactly. So I am the judge for this one, starting, and I guess I will say to you boys, I want you to cast me the next hot, sexy werewolf. And they have to be hot and sexy. And they have to be a guy or a girl. It doesn't matter, buddy. Jason Momoa. KJ Apa. 
<laughs> strong round All right, let me Very start, strong round. Let me start fucking dissecting Chris's pick right away. Let's go with no, discount. Chris goes first. Let's go with shitty discount Taylor Lautner. Ginger Taylor Lautner. Okay. You make me sick. Okay, Chris, argue, buddy. Am I first? Yeah, yeah you're first. You answered second, so you're first. I don't know. Jason Momoa is a big hairy dude. He exactly. That's why he looks like a werewolf. KJ Apa has no hair except What's for this shitty little ginger hair. Yeah, right he, on top. he's gonna have his natural haircut in the fucking <laughs> movie, bud. If we're talking about Twilight style sexiness, we gotta go with the younger audience, and we gotta go with a teenager-ish uh, sexy romance. And I mean, if we want to go with uh, Jason Momoa, you got that audience age shifts a little bit, and we're talking about Twilight here. Uh, so I think we gotta well, go. No, no, that's that's a in the same vein. That's the problem. This Chris is... is focusing on teens. I'm trying to get everybody wet. Yeah, but do you know how Twilight got everyone wet? Yeah, and they were teens. And I don't know. If... Moms were wet. No, no dads no, no. were wet. This is a different. I was dads wet. were wet. <laughs> that's unheard of. <laughs> I don't know. KJ Apple is up and coming guy. He's in one of the biggest shows. Of... <laughs> you're, really, you're really like overselling Riverdale. <laughs> it is the bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I will say I would argue that Jason Momoa is probably a better actor than KJ Apa. I would say I think he's more attractive, and there's something to be said about that. I think as a person, he resembles more like a big, strong werewolf. He has that big comfort. I just want him to hug me yeah. and never yeah. let go. Yep. KJ Apa, I feel like I could make him cry by speaking to him in a harsh tone. <laughs> I think the thing is with with a werewolf. That's not movie, what I want in a werewolf. If most of the times he's on, if a lot of the times he's on screen, he's in werewolf form. I think KJ Apa could pull off the true. boyish like. What kind oh of no, I didn't want to be a werewolf, with? but now I'm a werewolf. All right, quick question. This little side is just say one word. Where is your set? Mine's gonna be California. Okay. Florida. Okay, Will wins. Why? The exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given it to you. Because KJ is the perfect vampire. You, yeah, he is. But you had a choice. You had a chance, Chris, to sell me. If you said New Zealand, you is he actually New Zealand? He's he's from oh. New. And, and if you if you brought up what that American accent, accent? What I, I know what Italian. I should have said American Samoa. <laughs> Yeah, you would have gone even further. Okay. But I gotta give it to Will. Jason Momoa is a good choice. I know where you're going. KJ Apa, what a rockin' bod he's got. See, for got. me, it's just like I had the Twilight in my head. Fair enough. And I went that I direction. Yeah. Totally if, if you said he was like, and it's in New Zealand, I would have been like, Chris, you got it. Because New Zealand if I, accent, if I, sexy, can, sexy. if I can turn back time, I would if, and KJ with Apa. what I know now, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> well done, buddy. Nice. Thank you. I would have uh, said in New Zealand because I did. I, what a time. What a talent. What a talented young boy. Nonetheless, Jason Momoa, he gets the point for Will. Point Will. All right, Chris, you are the judge, my friend. So, something. I got. I think I have to beat him. Yeah, I have three points. Because if you lose, then Will has four. Oh, then he just wins. Then yeah. Win. This is for the, all the marbles. This is for all the marbles. You guys could tie all the Marlboros. <laughs> all the Marlboros. For all those smokes. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right. We'll so, sing after. <laughs> imagine this with the clapping emoji. I'm not going to clap to win the audio. But every romantic comedy Fuck. needs... <laughs> Fuck. I'm, I'm scared. I'm nervous. <laughs> so, well, every... There's always... In classic romantic comedies, you got a male lead, female lead. The male lead, he always got a best friend. I know where friend. you're going. He's always got... A guy that's like, you just got a fucker. Let me stop you right there, Chris. Eric Andre. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, he's really shown his range in recent years, man. He can play bro -y. We've seen him play a bro. Have you seen the elevator commercial for the Super Bowl? Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> We, we, we can see he can literally do anything man he can turn on the fucking acting chops when he needs to in the emotional scene later when he's like man you just gotta go out and get her he can do that he's funny 
He can do bits. He can play the straight man, too. He can do the dry humor. Jason Bateman, and he is kind of handsome, too, so let's say there's a little subplot where they're romantically involved. We can have that no. as well. <laughs> no! I, well, I thought you meant that, but, uh, I mean, who knows? Now, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just saying Jason Bateman can play that perfect friend, and usually he's the main guy with a friend. How about we make have him as a, have a chance as a friend. You know, I think Jason Bateman is the everyman. And in this situation, it's good. Because the best friend should play that character that keeps the main character grounded, but also offers comic relief, kind of being fun. He can be quirky. He can do everything Eric Andre can do, but better. Maybe not act as fucking insane as Eric Andre. That's what I'm wondering. Well, the... I, don't, I don't want him to act insane like he does on his show in this one. I've seen him. He does, like, he does the voice on uh, Disen is it Disenchantment on Netflix. He can yeah. like do understated performances. I, I think he's the role of Lucy funny. the Demon is understated. It's definitely it? more understated than what he does on his show. That's true. So animated. See, yeah. <laughs> he also has like other projects where you can see he's not like? fucking... No, have you seen... Um, he fucking does cameos on shows. I can't name one, but... Tell the phone down. It tell, me what, tell me where. I can't. But... I have one. All right, do I lose? But I won't help him. No, keep arguing. You have more right. time to argue. My actual point, Eric Andre can actually be, like, he is a genuinely funny person. Jason Bateman seems like an uninter uninteresting answer to me. I think he can pull off a serious performance as well. That role is generally kind of like the, the best friend role is normally just exposition questions. Like, so you're going to follow her to Hawaii? I think we can make Eric Andre a more central point of the film. I think he's so quirky and strange that, like, in the same way that, like, you know the comedic relief in Get Out? I can't remember the character's name, but he had the same kind of humor that I would give Eric Andre in this film. He also could be kind of, like, like low-key competing with this guy for the girl, so it can be, like, they can have that kind of dynamic as well. I think Eric Andre is just funnier than Jason Bateman, in my opinion. Depends I, I could be wrong. Context. It's very subjective. Depends on the context, I'll though. give you that. Um, for, the kind of, for the direction I see this movie going in, I think Eric Andre would lend more to comedy than, like, a like an Arrested Development, say, or like a, a bro-y Jason Bateman. I understand that Jason Bateman is a very good actor when it comes to serious stuff. As far as comedy, I can't think of like an outstanding Jason Bateman comedic performance. Game Night. They exist. Arrested yeah, Game Night was actually underrated. He's, he's, he's good. Arrested Development, he's not my favorite part, but I understand why people think yeah. he's funny. Even Bits and Ozark, he's pretty funny. He's I just, got the opportunity. He can do it, man. Honestly, I just think Eric Andre would be a, a better, better suited for that type of role. If you're going with track record, Jason Bateman all day. But let's make an exciting new movie. Chris, with you can't just character. take a risk when it comes to super games, buddy. <laughs> this matters. <laughs> this is a legacy. You on can't the line. just throw it away like that, Chris. It's I think fourth Eric and Andre one. Is very... Are you going for the easy field goal? Are you making guaranteed points or maybe going across? You take the field goal ten times out of ten. Chris, we both That's hate the Patriots. That's my argument to Collins. Hmm. Collins fucking movie. <laughs> you do both hate the Patriots. I also hate the Patriots. Yeah, you didn't remind I just me talked of that, to, I just talked yeah, shit about Tom Brady earlier. No, I'm joking. Uh, I just think he would... He is more well-suited for that role, I would say. If I knew more about the movie, I could give you a more concrete argument. But no, I feel, no. I think we've argued enough. I agree. I have never leaned so back and forth for so much of it. It started off, I was leaning, leaning to Clino, and then Will started speaking, and I started leaning to Willow. I am good at speaking. I see your point, Chris, on the dog one. Fair enough. But this one, I don't know, man. Yeah, facts don't care about your feelings, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, two it's very... A bad idea. If I lose two very close points, I don't want to throw the word around. I don't want to throw the word around, but... We haven't, we haven't said Clinspiracy in a while. Clinspiracy, perhaps. I don't want to do it, but... What are you thinking of, just out of curiosity? That's like, what are you tossing around um, There's a head? fucking monkey with symbols in Chris's brain going, bing, bing, And then bing, the symbols bing, went, bing, bing, bing. and then he's searching for the symbols, and I'm stuck. 
I'm just re- rethinking about everything you said and rethinking about the arguments I've leaned to throughout the whole argument process and the, all the arguments that were said and all yeah. the arguments that were not said. Film Freeze at Home, I'm going to cut this down a lot, but it's it's probably been five minutes. No more. Probably five to ten minutes of just Chris going, bing, ding, in this Jeopardy theme. Back Final back Jeopardy. Time. Okay, we have to do a share-off. Uh, winner of the share-off wins everything. <clears throat> Whoever sings better. Come on, Chris. You know deep down. Just fucking say it. I will, I'll talk myself through this and I'll probably come out to a decision by the end. I'm going to be mad so at when, the end of this. I'm going to be mad know. either way. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> Either way when you started talking, Colin immediately had my attention because I. Is had that because he went first? I had the same. Fair enough. I had the same. What the fuck? No, that's no, not fair kidding. enough. Yeah, I, I was querying uh, if Eric Andre would steal the show and if he'd be able to be more subdued, and because Jason Bateman does have different ranges and he has played a ton of different characters, but when Will saying that he can be more serious. Like I, Do you really think that's how he is as a person? Well, Chris, here's the thing. Imagine Do you really think that's how Eric Andre an essay. The, the, It's a Will's, bit. He's like playing Will's a character. thesis is... It's wonderful. I'll give him that. But, <laughs> then you're, but then you're going through his body paragraphs and he's just, where's the evidence? Where's your bibliography? Like, that's just... I, what is that, a Wikipedia quote? <laughs> I'll just... Do you not think Eric Andre can do, like, a held-back performance? Do you not think that's possible? Like, I haven't seen him in... If I if I give me two minutes, no, later, I will be able to no, find you one. Give me. I if, can't think of any, but I I'm know about, they exist. I don't. That's know a th- fucking unfair advantage. Strawman, Strawman. <laughs> Talking through it, I think I have to give it to Colin. I was leaning hardcore towards it at one point, but I just don't I know if there's anything. Like I think he would take it over. Do you think that's how he acts in real life, Chris? I don't know if he can act like that as acting. Okay, now I have to look it up. He's so a new so. girl, or he's in a Two Broke Girls. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. He is in Two Broke Girls. And he's pretty good as a subdued guy. <laughs> Motherfucker, I, I was in a sitcom. If, if you, if you use Two Broke Girls as an example, you would lose automatically. Well, it's kind of funny. I no. saw the Eric Andre episode is. is Maybe. Two Broke Girls. Okay. Well, yeah, he's like Thank you for the point. Bad. Point for me. Point. Colin. Chris, you're a Colin uh, dick rider. I'm not a Colin dick You are. Rider. I no, hate Colin. He, he, I'm the orchestrator of the no, clip. You're just yeah. a shit disturber. You, you grin. He looks over and he's like, I'm going to give it to Colin. No, I'm not looking like I that. I fucking hate your guts, yeah, Chris. Now I'm going to lose. You are. You should never Well, now it's between Colin me and Chris. No, because Will has still has more points. No, I'm tied with him. Yeah. So if I win, it's Dunzo. Okay. Dunzo Bonanzo, film freaks. Here's my casting choice. The sexiest boy is back. His name is Colin McGildry. I, I will not let go of this belt till my dying breath. You might have to. I, I might. But I won't. And that's the key. But Chris wins. my <laughs> question for you is, cast me. It doesn't have to be a boy, a teen, a girl, an adult. It doesn't have to be anything. But it's got to be Cupid. Cast me, Cupid. Danny DeVito. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. DJ Quayle, I think his name is? What in the world? I'll, show, I'll just show you. you. You know him. Tell me why. Danny DeVito is just the meme pick. It's automatically, it's the short, bald guy who can fit in a fucking diaper and look funny with a bow and arrow. DJ Quayle is another strange-looking guy, but it's not the automatic, hey, I need a short guy for this fucking Cupid movie. He's a, he's an odd-looking fellow who would obviously be able to help people get love, and it's a very interesting... <laughs> he could obviously help them! No, it's an Just inter- look at me, he's weird-looking. He's a different-looking person who's not an old, short, 4'11 man, but he can still portray... He can portray a nice guy very easily. He's done it before, and mm-hmm. he can portray someone who wants to help people out very well, as in The Core, where he helps out humanity by hacking into the core of the Earth. This is known. 
But anyways, <laughs> this, this is, is no. These are facts. These are facts. He's he's got the look where he he looks like a swell dude. He's not a fucking meme pick like Danny DeVito who. It's not just... a meme pick. You haven't even let me talk yet. Well, he is a meme pick. How is he meme? Just because he's short? You're fucking. Have you're, you been on the internet before? Highest. All the love for no. Danny DeVito. Because he's never a been fucking on the internet. Talented actor. Have they dressed him up like Cupid on It's Sunny before? They he's been naked and he's been in just his tidy white. Has he been before. Cupid? No. Because I haven't seen all the episodes. No, I don't think he has. No, all right. he hasn't. All right, well then you're safe. I'm not. I wasn't even thinking of. All I was thinking. I was thinking of fucking him in the Penguin. Here's the thing. Ooh. You give Danny DeVito a goofy role. Yeah. Ooh, it's the meme pick. Yeah, he's short. He's like a penguin. And then he fucked and knocks it out of the park. Yeah, he's horrifying in that. Yeah, he nailed it. Doesn't matter if he's horrifying. He is a good actor. Time and time again, Danny DeVito has proved that he's more than just a short little goofy guy like you're saying you're not giving him credit like he can fucking act okay i'm not fucking act. so can dj qual so if that's the uh, automatic thing let's go daniel day lewis let's go john <laughs> why you pick daniel day lewis buddy because dan devito it's such a tight cast thing you put a, a chubby short guy in a diaper you say oh i'm gonna shoot you with a bow and arrow and i'm gonna make you fall in love you take this good actor who's underrated not in many roles since the early 2000s who also has a good look and can play a uh, understated person who wants to help people find love so and can Danny DeVito. You're saying the only thing he can do is play the goofy short guy. I'm not saying, but I'm saying that it'll be tough. It's such a tight no, cast. No, it's not. Because you could just say... He's a short cherub man. Yeah, yeah. But you can say, oh, he's just going to play the penguin goofy. And he's a fucking terrifying villain. One of the best Batman villains of all time. But th that's Tim Burton's help too. That's not just Danny DeVito like, my performance will be this. It's Tim Burton's uh, Yeah, but we're not story. talking about that. Then why bring the that up as a choice? How, how because he still did a good job. Yeah, I'm... A ton of actors could be a good penguin in Tim Burton's haunting, okay, horrifying. For the pitch, let's assume that they have a competent director. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so Danny I'm, DeVito. Yeah, and he's still he's a fucking good actor. And and you say it's the meme pick, you know? It is the meme. I pick. can't wait to be. Yeah, who cares? Does it matter? Because we're going. Why does it matter if, if it's because Will said it doesn't have to be this, this, and this. He said, yeah, he could say it could that, be that, anything. That, and it's it the, could be anything. Exactly. And you went with the guy who resembles a baby. Well, I went with the, no. the tall man who's very different from Cupid. I guess it's still Vern Troyer, buddy. That's, He's uh, dead. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> he can't be Cupid. He can't be anything. Um, I could have picked literally anyone, okay, and that's the first thing I thought of. Here's it's not because it's a meme, because he's a fucking good actor, man. A deciding question. Give your Cupid a... Tell me about your Cupid. Give him a spinoff. Give him, give him yeah, something. His own movie? Not, not like a spinoff, but yeah. like give him... Give me a story about like... How, how does he differ from traditional hegemonic Cupid that we all know already? How is he... How, make him unique. Make him your own. Here. Okay. In my thing, so there's a Greek story that resembles Cupid very, very closely. And we're yeah. going to kind of take that on its head. Especially because Chris is like, oh, it's a meme pick. So we're going to subvert that. Yeah. He's fucking Cupid. And everyone's like, oh, that's Cupid. He's fucking short and fat. There he is. He's such a goofy guy. And Cupid's sick and tired of no one treating him fucking seriously, Chris. People are... Cupid is sick and tired of being, oh, that's Cupid. Yeah. If you want to get laid, talk to the short, fat guy. He's okay. fucking sick of that. He can be serious. And he knows what relationships are about. And throughout the movie, he's talking to people and they're like, oh, this guy's not just a joke. He He's serious about what he does. He loves helping people find love. And that's my Cupid, man. And he knows he wants to get people together who should be together. And yeah, people might not take him seriously. But he is, in in this, he just loves doing what he does. And he, he plays a genuinely good guy who you cheer, root for just making people who genuinely should have a relationship together fall in love. And he plays it kind of bashful and kind of kind of like he's the nice guy who's often put to the side and he does it well because that's what he's very good at doing. He's not just a 
a guy who looks like a big baby and he does it differently. And yes, you're saying we're not going to typecast it in the story, but you're going to have the guy that is like it. But this one has completely different look and there's, it's not like I'm a little baby who shoots arrows at people. Yeah, that's not you're mine either. Now. I know, but this yeah. guy is different so that too. You can't even he's use that argument. He's a genuinely person who wants to get people together and he's a genuinely that's what I just said nice too. sweetheart guy. If you give it to the guy who looks like a baby, then give it to the guy who looks like you a little baby. You wish you could pick Danny. Yeah, but you wish you answered this. My only argument against that, Chris, is like... Are, okay, that means well, then like give the point to DeVito Colin already, can, Will. Well, I'm, I'm talking through it like you do. Chris is mad. Chris is mad that I came back and just fucking embarrassed him. You didn't embarrass me. It's such a it's such I am proud. It's such a safe pick. Ask anyone on the street who that is. Sometimes is it, sometimes the safe pick is the right choice. Yeah, but uh, you go with the guy who looks like a baby. No, I went because he's a good I was thinking of the penguin. I wasn't even thinking of anything else. I will Chris, you're absolutely right in that Danny DeVito is the safe. Yeah, pick. I'm not denying the safe. But we'll say where it could be anyone. And I safe? went with anyone. Yeah, you got a safe. You bad? went close to baby. I went different. Chris, do you so, want to run for third and maybe get out or get a guaranteed double? Run for third. I'm gonna be tied if I win this for one <laughs> fucking double. thing. But also, this is the Eric Andre. It's just such a. Yeah, you, it is. you browse the internet for a bit, and all the memes are like Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. I that what part, memes are you? <laughs> this is why you deleted Twitter. You're sick of Danny DeVito. No, but it's on Twitter. It's on Reddit. It's on Instagram. It's on everything. Where it's just memes because he's a. I love Danny DeVito, but he's just a. He's a funny I, good actor. I don't really see many memes of Danny yeah. DeVito. I'm gonna be I find, I see a t- Well, maybe that's just I'm the circles honest. I'm in. Yeah, no, but I see a ton. And that's the. You see, like, there's that one shrine for the Danny DeVito where they took out the paper towel thing and then... Oh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that, I see stuff like that The often. only meme I ever see of Danny DeVito is him coming out of the couch. Which is a great <laughs> That's the only the one I ever man. actually see. Or the Trash Man. I haven't seen that in a while. The trash Man's a good one. But that's the only two I ever see. I don't know. I think Danny DeVito's a very safe pick, and we... we this guy... Sure. No, that's absolutely right. He's You're been, not wrong, man. He's, he used to... He has an interesting look, something that so we want. So Danny DeVito. Yes, but he's still extremely present in the t- discussion about the Hollywood world. Well, this guy is that a problem? He's always been a little bit of an outsider, but he sh- has shown his acting chops off before. He's a a good. He's played a good guy before, and he's played someone. Danny so DeVito. Y- yes, but that's exactly. But he, you know, like yes, he has the exact same look of what we're looking for. Yeah, and he also does. So he this. can do everything your guy has and has a better look. Yeah, but this subverts it a little bit. So, do you want to just subvert for the sake of subverting? I don't know. I've lost because I'm too safe before, and I, if no. I'm going to lose now, it's because I've subverted it too much. Then there's no, no fucking here's consistency. My, here's what I'm saying, and I'm not trying to be... Chris, it varies from not, round to round, buddy. I'm not necessarily like... But, and, but we'll even preface this with... It doesn't have to be the class... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know. So, I wasn't even thinking of him that he was a small boy. It varies round to round. I was round. just like, wow, he was... I re- followed the rules this time. So did I. Wait, Chris, the James Chris, Bond is like... Chris, 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 Chris. That, well, that wasn't the deleted episode. <laughs> oh, was that actually? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't knows. Um, my question, I don't know if, like, Cupid isn't inherently, like, like, why, why... Yeah, why, like, why are you saying, oh, that's the that's typical like Cupid the typical... choice? Like, I don't Cupid's know. a baby! Have you Danny seen Valentine? He's not a baby! But Danny DeVito's the closest thing to a baby thinking, of any no, actor I was thinking, out there. Like, He's a short, balding man who looks, <laughs> resembles slightly a baby. He's 4'11", that's, like, four feet taller than an average baby! Uh, I would've, okay, had he said, like, Jacob Tremblay, I would've been like, that's classic Cupid. Or, like, a, like a child actor. Are you actor. fucking kidding me right now? No, 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 Chris. I will actually lose, like, goddamn fuck. At this time, I'm genuinely... I'm a little part. afraid. I followed the He's actual moving closer to me! <laughs> I followed the actual rules this time. There, so did I. Listen, I, Will, there this wasn't... This is a conspiracy because I didn't give Will the point. No, listen, listen, no. listen, listen. I haven't even fucking given the point yet. I'm just, like, trying to wrap my head around this. All I'm saying... So angry is getting... You want to give him the point? I never gave any rules. I just said like it could be... like this guy, the tyrant. I never gave any rules. Yeah. I just said it could be whatever you want. It could be whatever. That's all I'm saying. He didn't say, oh, it has to be different. 
He said it could be boy, girl, man, woman, whatever. Yeah, and I went with something that was... Okay, all I'm saying is that you've mostly told me why Danny DeVito is bad and not why your guy is good. I've... You know, I don't even... I... If you listen back to the tape, I do argue why my guy's good. Yeah, you I, say... Here's, and I argue it... Well, hey, Colin, shut your... Okay. Grow up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Grow up. No, I, I did uh, argue both. If you want to give it to Colin, you can give it to Colin. I, I'm a gracious loser. You just fucking yelled at us for five minutes. <laughs> because, okay, the problem is that the episode that got deleted puts this into more context in my Chris, mind. Is, it's different. This is a different question. It's different scenarios. Because sometimes the safe Chris, pick's I'm going to explain pick. exactly how they're different. Chris, Chris, let, here's I, the thing, dude. Don't I can take the safe pick, but if you said someone better, you would win. You just said someone worse than my safe pick. How did, is it, how did I say it worse? Because your guy has everything Danny DeVito has and has a worse look. But That's exactly why. You... I don't want to see a almost like skinny, anemic little boy wearing a diaper. He looks like he's eighteen. Why is he in a diaper? I'm not, I'm not opposed. Why to not? A skinny, anemic person as Cupid. <laughs> Neither a, am I. If, but, but I would rather him play like Hermes. If it was cast me the next Hermes, you fucking you put win. it in this fucking Roman content. Here's my only question. Yeah, because that was my story. The but point. We, he he said cast me a story, and now, I did. After, oh, so did you. You had that opportunity as well. I ran with it. Chris, my only question: like you're acting like. You gave like this like super crazy answer. Like you're like, like uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. You just said like a skinny British dude. I don't think he's American, but is he American? Yes, I thought he was. British. Well, you just said like a like an obscure actor. Well, the thing that's is, that's my problem with it. You're acting the point, so I can win, Chris. But the thing is, you're saying that you're, I'm. But acting... I don't think you can. That's my. I'm not just saying because I'd win. No, but I'm, but I'm just saying, saying let's say Will's, Will's like roles reversed. Will's like you're saying that, um, like what? He just said that's like you just give. Uh, like blah 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 blah. But the thing is, Will even said, "Colin's like, I don't want to see a, a tall anemic man running around being Cupid." But Will even said, "Like, I'd see that." Cause I'm not opposed to different. That. Yeah, it's. A, I'm not opposed to anyone. Yeah, it's but different things thing. aren't just good because they're different. In that deleted episode, I lost because mine wasn't That's different enough. Not what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, but it's so. a completely different scenario. His was also just a better choice. I forget what they were. You said Claire Foy, and he said someone really good. Like he said, someone who's different. Who he said, Helen Bonham Carter, who's yeah, different in movies. Yeah, I think that's. A, so. I think that's a cooler pick. None, but like, regardless, yeah. if he all, if he said like Rosamund Pike, then it's like two very similar choices with one's a better look, probably Claire Foy, and you win. I think that's a better example. But he picked something actually out there. I, I think and this is out why. there because you, Do you even said you don't want to see. Okay, Chris, here's, tall... you could still have the point. Why is it out there? Why is he an out there? Holy. Choice? Why are you getting mad at me? Because yeah, why is he, he out there? Because Colin even says, I don't want to see a tall, anemic... Okay, but tall. other than the fact that he's tall and anemic... Other, okay, take looks out of it. Like, performance-driven. How yeah. can he be a different Cupid? Because he's... A, in movies, he's a good guy. He's genuinely... He can be a genuinely nice guy who's searching to help people give their relationships and give people happiness that they want. And he's a, he can act like some an underdog who is trying their best to give people what they want and he can be that swell sweetheart guy and that's just something it's not even if you take away the look he still has the acting chops to pull that oh, version off then dude if you take away the fucking looks of danny devito he can do all that and better let's yeah let's get rid of looks mine is so much better but we your whole yeah but your whole thing was no 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 it's out there because the looks are different let's get rid of looks no mine's but, but fucking saying, better but i'm you can't use that argument all, no, because your whole argument against mine is the look we have the complete we have the complete yes. acting chops of this guy and then if you add it back into the look it's different it's sure. changed it's everything's different you take the acting chops of both dan devito 
I will concede yes. is a superior actor. But you can't but just remove he... the looks of the actor. So if you take... So just because he looks different, yours is a better choice? Is that your argument? No, I'm saying that he has everything we're looking for and he can subvert the classic Cupid character. I've... So can Danny DeVito. But he can't he's, not he's a, a big he's baby. He's not a big baby! Have you seen the episode of It's Always Sunny where he shaves off all his hair okay. and looks like Yeah, a but in this one, baby? he's going to have a big beard. So he's just his character from Hercules. Right, call him he's just... a good choice. I'm joking. He's just, a, a... He's just his character <laughs> from Hercules. No, he's not Phil. Phil's angry. This guy's nice. But he's just another a... demigod no. context where there's a guy who is... Yeah, I think a... that's cool. I think so Greek myths char- are cool. So he's just no. his character from Hercules. How is he the same? I just said he's not mean like Phil at all. Phil has a beard. <laughs> yeah, you're saying just because no, facial saying, hair? You, no. put in, you put in this like godly context. and Yeah. I think... Here. Yeah, I have my I have my decision now. And it's it's been a hard-fought battle. And I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. But we... Yeah, just now we broke it down. It takes looks away. Who is the superior actor? I do have to give the point to Colin. But, and this means I lose. But you can't take because I don't want to. You can't take away the looks. Like that's the problem. You can take away for a second to argue. But, that's but, you put it back but that was your but argument. That's, that's what I'm saying. Your that, argument because for a of lot the of looks. This, it was mine was worse. Listen to it back, and it wasn't. No, it was. Listen you said to, no. Listen to it back, and it no, was. No, I'm just saying. No, quote, listen to it back, and it was. I'm not gonna. Okay. I will give Colin the but point. The, the no, but let me no, just explain no, 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 what no. you said. You said yours is the meme pick. He looks like a big baby. My guy is different. He is nice and, and genuine. Yeah. And I said, happened. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Take the first five seconds of my argument, and yeah, isolate that. Sure. <laughs> I'm not inherently opposed to either of these cupids, it, but you flip flop. I'm gonna, on the I'm gonna search Colin's hard drive and get back the deleted no. episode and show you my. You started. Chris, the reason I'm being hostile is because you started so fucking anti my choice that I came back. I fired back. You were like, it's a fucking meme pick. Colin's it dumb. That's but, fine. It's still bad. No, okay, if, but well, okay, Chris, you just destroyed the last half of your argument when you say that. I don't that. care anymore. I know, but because with my, it's for the with yucks. the fucking, with the deleted episode. But we Chris, had, it's different contexts. It's, it's the same because I lost. Why is it the same? I lost because I didn't subvert expectations enough. And I no, you didn't. Pick. You lost because his was a better casting choice. I wish we could. That's the game. I wish we could re-listen to that episode because the arguments that I kept on Ooh. losing on were people saying it's such a safe pick here. Because I think that's a false equivalency. It is. It's, it's not a different false context. Then get the fucking episode back, and I'll show we, you. We I'll show you what. This. No, it's I was sitting here for the whole time, and you're saying it's like yeah, Claire Ford is just the. It's the exact same thing, and that's the arguments I kept losing on was that. Hellboy Carter's yeah. she subverts it. Yeah, that, and there's that, the that whole context. That's and true. Now, yeah, it's different context. The, that's true. No, Chris, it's not. It's really not a consistency thing. It's literally it a, the only the only reason How? Colin got the point is because you flip flopped on. Looks. Are you saying it's your not fucking I'm guy is as an out there pick as Helena Bonham Carter? Is that what you're equating? That that's a craziest pick as that one? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that Will said it could be anyone. Yeah. yeah. So and guys, I finally didn't so go with the safe anyone. pick. Okay. Would you have picked Danny DeVito? No. Chris. Then why are you mad at me? <laughs> I feel like this game operates on who is a better actor and not like who is the wildest pick. Well, That's did. never like been the game. But it doesn't matter. I'm calm now. Chris, the thing is like things can be crazy, but they still have to be good. Like a musical about Alexander Hamilton sounds like a crazy fucking idea. Yeah. And it would be if it was done poorly. But I agree. It, it's done excellently, so okay. it's a good idea. Well I'm Broke glad, Red I'm, Mountain. I'm glad that's <laughs> done well. I'm glad that was up the joke. I'm glad that we can make the movies that we discuss here so that we can have a good thing. That's a false argument, I think. You can't yes, anyone can be if you're like if it's crazy, it has to be good. Yeah. That's art. <laughs> no. That's not what oh, I'm saying so at all. Oh, so art no. can be crazy and bad and still... No, what I'm saying is... Yes! Yeah. <laughs> well, it can be, but I'm saying... Yeah. And In to... fact, more often than not, it's so crazy, it's bad. Yes. But, no, all you're saying is, like, Alexander the... Hamilton's, an, uh, like, a musical about that. Because it's done well, it's it's good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's done well. You can do any... You can have well, kids... You I'm... can have 
kids in a pool for six hours yeah, and if it's done Chris, superbly in, in the game then, yeah. we're always thinking this is the best quality of anything yes. we're always i'm never not thinking oh that's going to be bad because of this no, we, we've made these rules before that it's always the best possible thing of something yeah, even yeah. if the movie's okay. shitty it's the well, production's there the acting's good we're gonna go like, back i'm gonna find the deleted episode i'm gonna in 25 years Chris I'm the deleted the episode doesn't do with matter with Avatar the when dele- James Cameron waited all the those deleted, years for the technology the deleted to episode does not matter it does matter why because it's different judges it's a, as well it's a different question I was the judge that time yeah, so he was the judge this time so how are you equating them it's also different circumstances because you guys also question. both were yelling the same things at me during the Lost episode. Here, okay, so what, you can you can Chris, you can Chris, agree Chris. with those and you can agree with this. I don't here's mind. My, here's I, what I'm I don't saying. Mind. You I don't seem think genuinely upset. I'm not genuinely okay. upset. Chris. I I'm not because I did some crazy ass pitches and I pitched my fucking ass. Yeah, you did. I don't think Danny I, DeVito is as crazy as a, or no. is as safe of a pick as when you. When have it you is. seen him and in it like, like I've never pick seen it, him. Pick it. Pick it. Okay, pitch me a different actor that looks very similar to a baby look chris i'm saying no, no i'm saying no i wasn't thinking of a baby i've said it five times i was thinking of the penguin cupid is not like an inherently like goofy character like danny devito plays on like it's sunny or like the reason danny devito is memed is because he's like goofy old dude that's not what cupid is at all so how is he a safe pick just because he just because he looks, looks like, like a the character because take the looks out take the looks out he's the fucking the meme pick but what does that mean because Danny, because the internet has a fucking hard on. So yes, Danny DeVito. everybody knows who Danny DeVito is. The whole yeah, but like, why does it make my pitch bad just because he's popular? I just and went, he looks like a baby. Because the way I assume the question, when it could be anyone, I went with the pick that doesn't look like a baby. Chris, if we're talking about consistency's sake, we have a holiday episode where I, where you said cast Santa, Colin said Tom Hanks, and you gave him the fucking point. A verbatim Chris I, quote is sometimes I, the safe answer, or sometimes yeah, the obvious answer right. is the right answer. Yeah. Okay. So fine. why are you mad because, now? Because I'm. Because on the, the deleted episode, you two were yelling at me. Yeah, how but my you gave me the point because it was safe. But I'm, a, like you said, I'm a different judge. Exactly, so why are you mad? Because I wasn't yelling at people for the other fucking things. I, when I wasn't yelling. This is falling apart. In the other one, Chris, I didn't fucking say anything until you lost. Until I had my point made up. Neither did Will. So we weren't ganging up on you. I'm not you. saying you're ganging it up on me. It was me versus you. I'm saying I'm yelled at at the same time. You for... were yelling at me. I, didn't, I, I, I meant to yelling at you. You started it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm... You were first, buddy. I was first. Exactly. Because if I You don't... attacked me. I didn't attack you, buddy. You did. You I immediately you criticized. Point, so... You immediately criticized the valid- validity of my argument just because he looks kind of like Cupid. And you said, know. oh, it's bad now because he looks like right. that. And he's popular. My closing point was that Sorry. it was... It was just pick. Yeah, pick it anyone. Matter who it is. That's, that's exactly how I, what the That's how was. I understood it too, and I still pick this. I don't know. I, I didn't understand someone who didn't look like a baby. Doesn't make it thing. good. Doesn't make it good. You're right. Exactly. You're right. So you can't be upset. Fair I'm enough. not upset. My closing point. <laughs> Why have we been talking about this for 15 minutes? <laughs> because of the deleted episode. <laughs> if only the episode didn't get Fuck. deleted. I still My closing won. point <laughs> is that this can't be a conspiracy because I literally just handed my belt to Colin. Yeah. I didn't want to. He could get into the you and still play. I just couldn't. Yeah, no, that's fine. Hey. Have another one of these, Chris. You'll be able to. Good God. It's okay. This, what a, this episode. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. We had the highest of highs. Yo, that's Chris. how our Super Games ends. <laughs> just in tears. Just in tears. I'm like, you guys are so mean. Are right. how, about, how about you end it, Chris? I'm not even happy about my victory. I'm not. It probably should. It probably feels pretty hard. It's shrouded in controversy no. is the thing. Yeah. And it didn't have to be. Well, yeah, it, exactly. I could have got the dog point. I <laughs> could have got the dog one earlier. Over, like, it could have been over, over way earlier. Should have given the dog point.
Where can they find us? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> not together. We're not, not, together. Together. not together. Not in speaking next week. terms. I'll see you guys next week. Hey, buddy. I'll got, see, buddy, I'll see you tomorrow. You know what I'm excited down. for? And if it yanks me out of this depression. It's nice that we do silly screenplays after yeah. Super Games. Because it kind of brings cool us down. back together. I'm not actually mad. I just like to yell. You I don't seem like a little mad. There was one time I, I was fearful for my life. There was one time you were moving a little bit close on the couch and Will was kind of moving in and I was moving in. I thought I was going to get hit once, yes. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I think at the end of the day, we can all learn a little lesson that, hey, don't take things too seriously. No. When they don't matter, how about we all just... It's fun to fight with your friends. It's fun to fight with you. Over over nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Over things that don't matter. People often think that this is real, but this is scripted. (laughs) People this often think <laughs> that we that hate this each other. is real. But this is scripted. Oh, this is I hope everyone knows this that. This is sports entertainment. This is sports entertainment. Hey. The second bit is wrestling and the Yep Tama podcast. Anyways, you can follow Colin at Clint underscore underscore on Twitter, at Clintstagram on Instagram. You can follow Will McClarnett on both of those. You can follow me at Chris Rancer on Instagram. Oh, no and Twitter. I'm, I'm still, I'm still blocked episode, out of Twitter. I legitimately want to hear the audience's thoughts on, like, if Chris is a fucking crazy person or not. Yeah, okay. Oh, I am a crazy person. Here's the thing. Okay, like, Chris kind of explained it with the whole James Bond thing. If you am guys I want, wrong? If you guys want more clarification, we will definitely tell you. We can do a bonus Film Freak Friday where yeah. all three of us can fucking lay this out once again and get mad at each other. Go hash it out, you know? Because I'm feeling hot pumped up. I'm feeling yeah. all hot and heavy and going out into the cold winter. I won't even be cold. <laughs> You'll be steaming hot. I'll be steaming hot. But, like, you're right, Will. If you guys have gotten this far after that big argument, I bet you guys are fucking laughing in your cars right now that we argued about nothing for about like imagination. 15... Imagination. I take my imagination very seriously. Yeah. Fake but, movie. honestly, if you guys like, genuinely are like, no, Chris is right here, yeah. I want you to tell me why. Because I don't think he is. And why I'm wrong, and why Will's wrong. And why the scenarios are the same. I was on your side for a lot of that. That's okay. I was I on want, your side I for a lot of Eric too, so it's fine. I want it to be known. Collins won five. I'm just and a Collins bit... never winning another I'm one, just though. a yeah, bit dude. better. <laughs> All hail King Flynn. See you guys later.